0: We, <laughs> as we record this, uh, Star Trek Prodigy, the second half of season one, just started up a few oh. days ago on the 5th or the 6th. So it,
1: I thought it was next week. I'm a week behind because there's too much stuff to watch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah.
0: I would have put yeah. that on
1: the TV last night if I'd known. Whoops. No, Boba. You need to get to Boba. What are you talking about? Uh, I caught up on Boba and then All after right. that... Standing up, I said, "Oh, my back!" And then I sat back down, and I had already finished all the boba.
2: Okay, gotcha. <laughs> all right,
1: that's uh, when you jump into Cobra Kai. Uh, I'm halfway through Cobra Cobra Kai, and that's oh, hold on, that's Ken's voice. Hello, Ken. Welcome to hey, 2022.
2: I'm Ken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I made it. Just had to. Yeah, can't believe it.
1: Yeah, I can't. The years, Sometimes. Of, yeah. New years, new years, new same deal.
2: Sometimes, what's the a- because i mean since we we did close to two years in lockdown to a degree now and it's been it's weird to add essentially anytime you think of a time of reference like to send it something before covid you're like oh yeah this no wait that's two years additional yeah. to that so it's like oh yeah I saw i saw that at comic-con last year nope nope three years ago that was yeah. easily three or four years ago now and
1: yeah
2: it just adds on to that the that last image i have
1: of some people's kids is from two years three years ago oh yeah, yeah crazy well until they send christmas cards out thank you for those
2: <laughs> i got to see your new kid too that was great yeah i got to the kit got i got one from kit i did we get one for you there's ebony has been stacking them on the fridge and there's there's a collage oh on yeah this one there of, from us okay it's, it
1: prints it all weird in magenta i don't know why
2: oh, we did Could've, see that one couldn't yeah, fix it but i i, I remember the. <laughs> i'm like oh that's, that's, that's interesting choice maybe the you know that's we're going into 2020, like, and he's like, this is how we're doing it, full of wine. Like,
1: yeah, I don't know what that was about. It looked perfect on my screen. I sent it to uh, whatever the printing company was, and uh, I came back, and I was like, well, these 200 things are magenta. Oh, well. Well, let's have a good time here today instead of thinking about, about all of that.
0: Let's talk about the, the plethora of exciting shows. Plethora is it, it, the uh,
1: correct term, yes. Yes. And,
2: uh, a cornucopia?
1: No, no, plethora yes. is the uh, medically designated term for the too much of something.
2: Chef, what is a plethora? <laughs> uh, I can't. I would just like to know that you wouldn't use a word that you don't know. <laughs> I cannot I cannot physically all right. I name
1: all the stuff that I'm supposed to be watching. I literally can't do it. I I I run out of I've ri- I've written multiple lists and they all don't have stuff on them. like
2: Yeah, you need to consolidate
1: it into one master list I have multiple list of lists like... of like, oh, these are all the things. And then I write another one and then cross-reference them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they don't work. Well, it's like also... there was a br- enough of a break in, in the sickness that they managed to finish production on everything that was delayed initially. So now we have all of it all at one time. And then it's going to all get delayed again. Uh, so we're going to get it all again at all at one time. And this is how TV is going to go. But everybody uh, with more time
2: than me is able to watch it faster.
1: <laughs> so now I feel like I have to watch it.
2: Well, it's also part of a couple. You also have the you. I have two separate lists. I have the to watch with Ebony list, and then I have to watch on my own list because there's stuff that i like, oh, I there's stuff that I'll wait for her to watch, or there's yes. stuff that like I'll watch on my own. So it's like, oh, that's another reason for having multiple lists. It's like, wait, okay, we're going to watch that at some point. So I guess I'll just this goes over here. Darn, living in houses with people that love us. I don't have Paramount Plus yet, so I haven't jumped into that 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 streaming service cavalcade of things. So, although do they have wait? Since it's Viacom, do they have a bunch of the Ninja Ninja Turtle stuff?
0: Yes, sort of. They have. They do not have the '80s series. They have the 2003 series, and they have the 2019 Rise of. Series and then they have a bunch of the movies. The, but, the, the 2012 new- stuff? No, that's that's on uh Pluto. Uh, <laughs> that's that is
2: some of the best stuff for the turtles. Dang it!
0: I I actually just, just got the that series. voodoo Vudu had a sale where you could get the entire ten seasons of the 2012 series for like thirty bucks total, and so I was like, yeah, I'll just go ahead and. No, that's that's doable. That. So yeah, I have them I in a series. Yeah.
2: I have them in a turtle uh, party wagon shaped DVD case, which is it's horrible because it's like the it's a turtle wagon. You lift off the top, and there's just a bunch of CDs like in styrofoam. Oh, that's terrible. And I'm like, exactly. Like it's it's like this is gonna get destroyed. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I love this. It looks great. But like, there's some. I mean, we're gonna go down a lot of different tangents today. Um, <laughs> speaking of that, like, I also got the there was a very short period where Time Life was doing the Ghostbusters, and so I got the entire the entirety of that set in steel books, but it's like four or five steel books, but then the slipcase for that is the um, firehouse. That one's a really good one. Yeah, but that I, includes that's like,
1: that's putting DVD cases in something. That's fine.
2: Yeah. That's not, that was that yeah. was a really good set. As yes. a but and then on that note too because the new Ghostbusters Afterlife is coming out, I don't know if you guys have heard about this. There's a new box set of Ghostbuster films that is retailed, the MSRP is $150. There you get the original uh, the original two movies, Ghostbusters one and two, you get the um Afterlife movie, and each of those have two discs, like one standard, one I want to say one standard, one uh HD, which is like I mean maybe not standard. I'm I'm curious because I know it's two discs per movie. Yeah. There's digital digital codes as well, and the digital codes include the 2016 Answer the Call, and then there's two whole discs of just like just a. a- <laughs> ton of content of like you know just these it's tons of stuff from the original two movies and i'm like i just want those two movies because i already own se- several copies of all the the first two movies digital and and hard copy blu-ray dvd like it's it's not even like double dipping it's like quadruple dipping at this point and i'm like it's also 150 dollars they it went down to sale price for 100 but still, like, that's $100 for just the two discs that I want. Like, that's not viable. But it does come in decent cases and in a, a ghost trap with lights. So, like, I appreciate the, the packaging, but I'm like, I don't want to pay that much for just packaging and the two extra discs. Like, that's, it's just like, what else are you going to do? You can't get anywhere else. Can I, come can get I make it. a suggestion to you? Uh, Find, the, find it on the internet? Yeah. <laughs>
1: A lot, of, uh, a lot of streaming services you could buy with $150. Yeah. And they that's stream fair. stuff in high definition. Really, yeah. really high definition.
2: That's I mean, my, like I said, I already have my, them. So, yeah. It's just the additional content, which is why I still like physical media to a degree. I like commentaries. And they're not always on streaming services. I'm I like not, not that very type open. of... Yeah. And that, that's, that's how they get you. They're like, well, you're not going to get the content anywhere else, at least for the time being... Until they, you know, until the next movie comes out and they're like, oh, well, here's this version. Did you watch this before? Here's this.
1: I don't understand but- why. I mean, now we've gotten to the point that people are savvy enough in streaming usership. Not, I mean, sa- I don't know who's savvy in streaming in general. Some some places like AMC still have not figured it out. Their apps are terrible and crash every time I try to watch the last season of The Walking Dead. I guess you really don't want people to watch it. <laughs> Jesus <Jeez. laughs> I mean, I really, I've stuck with it this long, and now you just want to crash every time I want to watch it. Is it really that bad, AMC? Just let me finish I, it. Yeah, just, I remember I'm trying been, to watch
2: some. I've
1: yeah. been with it 11 years. Just let me finish it. I, I don't even want to watch it anymore, but I am, and you're making it difficult. My point being, they, they've, they've understood that people are, are competent enough to add a tabs to the movies you're watching, and one says extras but all they put there now is trailers
2: um for uh, some some stuff like hypothetically speaking we're gonna when we start to get into book of boba fett there's actually some discussion topics that tie into that ah. like if you happen to ha- if you by the way we're gonna be talking about book of boba fett episodes one and two this episode so um when we stu- start getting into that discussion there's going to be a fair amount of spoilers um I don't know. Should we give a spoiler warning up top or are we going to wait till we get there?
1: Well, you've now done it, so we're good to move on. Yeah.
2: All right. (laughs) Um, But if you happen to go to A New Hope on uh, Disney Plus and look into the extras, you can find deleted scenes and featurettes. And one of those deleted scenes might be of a certain Toshi Station where Luke goes to see an old friend, Biggs Darklighter, and... uh, see what's going on with him what what, what his story is and like, whoever else might be there some other friends wow you know i did not know yeah. that and i will go you mean like right- cammy and fixer like cammy and fixer they might be there in that deleted scene on disney plus which is a really nice like i mean of course i think i might have that on one of the versions of the dvds i have or blu-rays i think i have, no,
0: i i have it's definitely DVDs. been out on at least one version of i don't remember which one it is but it's it's those deleted scenes have been on on previous disc you know, versions of
1: i'm that. S- Slightly shocked that Disney has yet to push out. Like, here's the 1970s original.
2: Bang! There it is, unedited, unedited, and not cleaned up. Or like, do what do you? Don't you want don't remastered? Because that's yeah. I don't. I mean, I, I know that it, I need remastered. I mean,
1: retransferred maybe, so that it would be 4K transfer. But I'm surprised that Disney has not uh, conv- conv- convened a commission in order to. It just seems like something they would make money off of by doing. And so I'm surprised they haven't done it.
0: You know, they don't just wait. They don't have the same. It's uh... taking them time to clean it up and then still put McClunky back in.
2: We've got, we've got five years before the 50th anniversary, right? Oh yeah. I, I mean, it's only five years, five years away. You give them five years. They might just be like, all right, for the 50th anniversary, here's the, although didn't, there was talk. I, I mean, maybe it's just like hearsay and rumors that people start making up rumors and that gets passed along. But wasn't there something about in like the contracts that they signed with What's-His-Face to be like, we won't release those. We won't do that. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe. I
1: don't know. I don't pay enough attention yeah. to that. Because I, I, I have care. heard that
0: rumor as well, but I not from anything yeah. anywhere near reliable. I yeah, would exactly. imagine.
1: Um, Disney's got lawyers. I, I don't think they care. I don't really need it. I'm not saying it's like you release it or I'm not a fan or anything. I just... uh. You're surprised. I just think Disney is like one of those places that has a decent amount of their ear to the ground and would produce something that would make them money like that.
2: I think a 50th anniversary 4K Blu ray box set would, and especially because people would like, oh, I get to just own the original version. that, you know, maybe, maybe just some, just some cleanup on some of the stuff, but just like, like that transfer, like a laser disc transfer. Cause I think that's the last version you can get with its like, very clean without any of the extra cr- stuff in there
0: that's the last um, official version yeah yeah
2: and so it's like that's they could do a transfer from that or I mean, they, they, no, they wouldn't transfer Disney. from they, that they'd have to go back to film because it, okay it's, it's a that's
1: unless they used ai upscaling that's 480p max uh, yeah. on that laser disc so
0: i also don't okay. think that there's the market that we all think that there is for that like obviously there's a very small vocal minority of fans that Really are clamoring for that and have been for years, but I mean, when they when they released the 2006, I want to say DVD set that came with a second disc, so it came with the special edition versions, but then it also came with a second disc that was a port of the LaserDisc, not despecialized, but but the 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 original versions without the special edition changes as a second disc. That set didn't sell. Most I'll people, I, I don't, I don't They're think most people are hard to get now. I'll care. tell you, right. Yeah. But I mean, at at the time, I remember them being on sale everywhere, and it wasn't like they were selling out. And uh, a lot of my friends said, like, "Well, I'm not gonna get this because it's the laserdisc version," and uh, I just don't, you know, like, not that they didn't care, but that they I think specifically at the that time- they thought that they they thought a better version was coming yes, out down exactly. the road. I
1: wouldn't say it's not uh, popular because no one cared. I'd say because no one knew at the time you weren't going to get another version of the things. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't want to dwell on it. It was not my point to dwell on it. it was not, it's not that I'm important.
0: Just, I'm just saying rise of Skywalker came out. They sold X number of copies of rise of Skywalker. I don't think that they're going to sell X number of copies of just the old un unspecialized versions i don't, I don't think th- i don't think that many people care
2: i don't think it matters what they sell now just put it all on disney plus so. i mean that's they could they could they could make that as part of the thing though too is that you know we won't put this on disney plus it's gonna be it's we're gonna do it as this and then eventually like you know they say like you know for the limited time release maybe they even say like it's gonna be uh just this and then you know five
0: years down the road like here it is and then make a big deal out of that. No
1: one has no one has 4k blu-ray players
0: man there's also a really good chance that they don't have those versions, because part of the reason, at the time that the special editions were coming out, part of the reason why they said that they were doing them was because the original, I don't know if negative is the right word, but the negatives were getting degraded to the point, and this is when they were only 20 years old, what were getting degraded to the point that they needed to go in and clean them up. And and while they were doing that, he took the opportunity to add in a bunch of digital things and a, a few live action shots and whatnot but there's i I feel like there's probably a good chance that that now that we're double that amount of time later that they may not be able to get a real good scan of the original negatives that aren't that don't have the stuff that they added in in 97
2: my i don't want my ewoks blinking dagnabbit i don't care about stuff like that but i I don't care about about that at all (laughs) i do care about McClunky. I
1: do care about having transferred an original piece of film uh to digital so that it does not disappear over time, is what I care about. Right? Like there's needs to be someone that has an original version of something.
0: That's just Right. What I'm what I'm saying is, is that it seems not unreasonable or not impossible to me that the best version that they have is the Laserdisc version. Or, you know, the, they, the they, of, they had uh, to transfer uh, it.
1: I mean, they had to transfer it to make the stuff that they made. Right. So so if you watch uh, Star Wars on Disney Plus now, right, that stuff is high enough res to have brought it onto Disney Plus in HD. So to have made it in HD, they had to have transferred the original stuff in HD to have made the stuff with special effects. Right. So unless they r- change, lost yeah. the original transfer files or deleted them. They have somewhere an HD enough scan of the film, to have made what they made. Yeah, it's just in a solid state drive, and like no, in, it's not uh, in a solid state drive. It's probably on a tape archive somewhere.
2: No, no, but I'm just like sitting sitting in the desk of of Lucas, and he's just like. Ha, 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 <laughs> I don't think so.
1: I think what's more <laughs> likely is uh, version control lost them the original files. Is what probably would happen, if if they don't have them, I. I I mean, that's wild speculation.
0: Well, there's a... I can't think of what the line is right now, but there's a line that Luke says when he's, like, camped out on Dagobah with R2. I think it's it might be the one where he says, it's a good thing you don't taste very good. But, like, that audio is lost forever now. Yeah. And so, like, the after the 97 version, I, I, I forget when it fell out, but at some point that, that can no longer be in the the current versions anymore because they lost like that reel of film or that, that whatever it is got lost in transit or whatever. And, and so like that's gone forever. So if you don't have the VHS copies, you'll, you won't see that line.
1: Interesting. See stuff like that could be restored. I, that's, that's more interesting to me is like, wait, can we, can we go back and find a way to restore stuff that is missing? That, that would be cool. All right. That's enough of that. Star Wars, Star Wars. We missed my entire segue to He-Man. I was going to start with He-Man, but now we're in Star Wars land. So, Speaking of He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Star Wars land. I went to Batu. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, that was the recent trip. No, it sucked. I'm not going to talk to Oh, about I'm it. sorry. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the, kids, the kids had a great time. Uh, Disneyland is That's an cool. interesting place, let me tell you. I want to, uh, we're in Star Wars time. I'm going to hold this helmet up and I'm going to, I'm going to hold this helmet
0: up and I'm going to, here, hold on. I got to click the record button. For the listeners at home, why don't you <laughs> describe whose helmet it is?
1: Uh, well, I have to, I have to describe whose helmet it is uh, after I make myself full screen. I'm not on the full screen version. Why am I not? There it is. There's Boba's helmet. Boom. Ooh, That's the black series. Nice. Ah. If I hold it sideways, you can see more of it.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: that, I can see myself in this nice. reflection oh, on the yeah. visor There you go, there you are There he is It's
2: like I'm in the shot So it's actually a
1: see-through visor You can kind of see through the back yeah. there Yeah, this better right here That's cool And that's more like the show This thing really looks a lot like the one in Book of Boba Except um, The front is much, much, much more dinged up I don't know if you noticed in Versus this yeah, version the weathering yeah that, he's got like a he's got like an eye scar over on this uh his right eye now it kind of goes up the helmet this is uh this is more s- scraped up again unlike mm-hmm. the rearmored version from mando I think what I'm saying is I'm gonna get out some silver gray paint and scratch this thing up a little bit more to look like the book of boba version because it's a little flat looking like this but It's way better than the version I had before, and it fits very strangely. There's much more rake on the front of it, Hmm. and so when it sits on your head, my nose presses against the thing, (laughs) kind of like this. It's bigger than the Mando. Oh, I hit my microphone. It's bigger than the Mando helmet, but the Mando helmet is very roomy on the inside, and this one is super cramped interesting
0: I don't know and I would per- not have suspected that the that the molds would have been that much different the
1: molds are very different the eye pieces are different yeah. this is thicker on this helmet and thinner on this the the uh, the wide face gap at the bottom is much yeah. thicker this is much thinner and hardest harder to see out of the uh the <laughs> actual visor piece you have to t- get the helmet on and then like tilt it forward on your head for it to sit right so you can see very strange. Yeah. Watch Tamura wear it in the show, and you can always notice he's leaning forward a little bit. You notice his head is always kind of, it's not like, if you put it on your head like this, there's there's Ken again. If <laughs> You put it on your head flat like you would the other helmet, like it would sit comfortably, it's kind of like tilted back. It'll, you look like you're standing straight up. But if you notice in the show, he's kind of always tilted a little forward in his head.
2: So that's I, why I I kind of yeah, I read that as just like him kind of trying to be a little more imposing. Yeah. Like he like it's actually you know, not he can't furrow furrow his brow, but he can Oh yeah. like give it give it that tilt to imp- like That's that's interesting. That's very cool. Plus, very you, nice press a button and it uh, That's down. a release, right? It, it there's yeah, no automatic release.
1: No. There is there's is batteries for a light for the targeter, but Anyway, that's the new yeah. uh black series. Look at the inside. It's pretty nice. You know. I like it. I like it a lot. It looks a lot cooler than the uh chunky one that
2: I thought looked cool that I had before. It did. Look, I mean, we had we were limited on options. It's it's True. like when people tell me that they love the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, I'm like I don't, I do, I not agree with you, but I understand that you, you, all you had was that as a, a live-action Spider-Man movie. So no fair spoilers enough. I've seen it yet. No, no, but it's just, <laughs> I, I don't. I'm saying I don't like Tobey Maguire. From but it's 2001. like 2001. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. And so, like I, I, prefer, yeah. So like that, that type of. i like, eh, it's, it's what you had to work with. There's a kid's Iron Man helmet from like I want to say Iron Man Two. That is like this, it, this ping pong, like it's so, it's, it's crazy. Cause it's like, at the time I, I, I could fit my head into it and it had like this cool kind of like, you could have the visor pop down and it would close up. But then, you know, seven years down the road, Black Series, or not Black Series, sorry, Hasbro Marvel Legends, that's their line for the props. They came out with the one is it's just like, oh yeah, it's just right out of the movie. Like, here it is. Meanwhile, I've got this giant, like almost like ping pong sized shape thing on my head. I'm like, this was cool at the time. It is amazing.
1: I mean, really, they—I know that Artifacts or whatever makes helmets that are like three hundred dollars that probably are slightly better, but like, yeah, I, I, I am shocked that it is as good and as close to was screen accurate. I guess is no longer screen accurate because of the changes for Book of Boba, but you know, other than the yeah. the silver paint being gray, it looks pretty dang good. Anyway, yeah. uh, now I have a problem where I have two hel- helmets, and I know some, uh, we discussed this. I know it's some, not a problem. I, I know Sabine is coming.
2: Yes, I was going to uh, mention that. We guess no, um,
1: not Sabine. Bo-Katan. Sorry, uh, Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan's helmet is coming. And also, did you know that GameStop has a Death Watch helmet? Yeah, exclusive Death Watch, like weird blue gray thing going on. It looks like Boba's helmet without the dent in it, and it's like a blue underwaterish color. I I don't want to become the, the helmet guy. I gotta stop. I don't I don't I don't think the bow one would fit me, but then I think, well but would
2: might fit one of the kids. It might fit Katie. Like Ebony Ebony's like, Oh, they, they made a Bo katan one? And so she's like Sabine, 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 Sabine. <laughs> yeah. It's possible. Yeah. It's definitely possible. Anyway. Well wait wait. Somebody Are we gonna talk me. about it all? Somebody Are we gonna talk at all about helmets? the plans to for the old helmet? have they the old helmet a fell about apart that. my man i, I mean, mean but is there is there room to work with it though like yes yeah,
1: i don't know you know i noticed when i picked it up and i put it up to, to the uh the, so ken ken's talking about my uh discussion with him last time i think or as previous time what to do with the old one uh we've decided that i should paint it my personal colors and make it my own helmet Uh, The problem with that is putting it next to this one. It looks super (laughs) misshapen and strange. It's not round. It's like a a cone shape. When you set it next to this one, you're like, wait a minute. That's kind of like somebody squeezed it in a trash compactor. (laughs) It's kind of like weirdly, oddly. It was the style of the time. (laughs) It was. Yeah, it was. It's not round. (sighs) Boba Fett. Okay, now it's time for you, Ken, to do your thing again. You're. Did you do your uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man warning? Spy-
2: oh, no, I mean, I already, I went ahead and I, I did it. We they were moving into Book of Boba Fett then. So, you know, strap it in because we're going to talk about what happened in the first two episodes. Spoilers. And how, yeah, spoilers ahead. Okay. Pause this, pause this and come back to it after you finish the episodes. Just episodes one and two. And we, we probably won't be talking about any kind of trailers or additional images we've nope. seen past that. So I don't do that.
1: I don't do that. It would ruin it for me. Because I want to ask you, what the heck do you think this is even about? Now that I've seen two episodes of it, I think uh, I spoke to JJ about it a little bit, and both of us said, I don't know what they're making. I don't quite get it. I enjoyed the show. I'm going to say that up front. I don't know what they're making. Like, Like, I knew what the Mandalorian was based on what the first couple episodes showed us, right? This is a space western with multiple uh uh problems to solve per episode etc is boba fett like are we, are are they going to make the sopranos ver like is
0: this like- uh what we are seeing what I, what we have seen so far and what i suspect we will see for the next 5 episodes is how we get from the character transition for boba fett who is uh insanely popular for a very small amount of screen time to get him from villain in return of the Jedi to redeemed hero in Mandalorian and book of Boba. And so we're going to see, like, I, I have heard that, that, uh, at least after the first episode, that people were not particularly happy with the, the, flashbacks but i'm enjoying the the flashbacks and
1: the show if we're not gonna watch flashbacks, right
0: and i needed i needed more after watching the first episode i i needed more uh character motivation for why he would change so radically from the boba fett who flew out to fight luke at the battle of the sarlacc to the boba fett who shows up wanting his armor back in mandalorian five years later because just it—it it seemed like after that first episode, it was just like he crawled his way out of the sarlacc, was then a prisoner for some amount of time, uh, kind of won over the Tuscans, and at some point there had a character change, and but that wasn't at all discussed or explained or earned. anything. Yeah, and so that's what I'm. That that's the part that I'm enjoying the most. The 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 parts on Tatooine, the non flashback parts with him going to the cantina and talking to the mayor and and uh the huts and whatnot, all of that is fine. I, I like that. But it the, the stuff with the Tuscans is is the stuff that I need so that they can explain to me why why he had this this change of heart, why falling into the sarlac made him decide to change his life.
1: Or did it? I mean It seems like maybe uh, it didn't so far. I mean, he respects the Tuscans because they didn't kill him and uh, he won them over and did stuff for them. But like, he's still like just whacking and killing people and demanding tribute from. It was cool to see that race. What were they called? Uh, That we'd only seen before in the Pikes. Yeah, the Pikes. I was like, oh, wow, cool. There's like a whole another uh, crime family they brought in here that people never probably saw, except in in cartoons, which means almost nobody saw, right? Well, I think the Pikes... they were in Solo
0: uh, as well. Yeah, they're in Solo as well. There's a there's at least one Pike uh, on uh, Kessel. Kessel in okay. Solo.
1: I did not remember yeah. that one. I not a very large portion of that film to so stay on Kessel, and it's the, yeah, it's all all that I remember from Kessel is a, a screaming robot about screaming about freedom and wookies that's that's all i remember about castle
2: it was amongst that that the last scene when they go and like take over the person like that's who um the office that they go into face. is a pike yeah the office yeah that's okay. the office they yeah. he, and but it's keep in mind too this is the a pike when they have on their the helmet I, not but helmet breathing apparatus because yeah. it's supposed to help a little bit i guess yeah so that's that's part of it so they look very specifically, it's like oh, they could almost look like a droid depending on how it's presented in live action. Sure, I I agree
1: in principle uh, with what you've said here, Kit. Which is the interesting thing to me is if the book if it's the book of Boba Fett, it's the book of the entirety of Boba Fett, right? And so like he's getting flashbacks. Not I mean we're not seeing the flashbacks from when he's younger yet. Although in that second episode, he sure spends a lot of time in that back to tank. And uh, doesn't flash back to when he's younger. That's weird.
2: Yeah, he's having it's it's. Well, that's the thing too. Is like we're having flashbacks, and then he has he has kind of lucid. We're I guess we're going back back and forth between the two episodes. There's like those moments where he's like, "Oh, I'm having, I'm doing my my walkabout, and now I'm having flashbacks of being a child too, <laughs> and Mino and but,
1: all those other things." Yeah. yeah.
2: So it's like there are
1: yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, there's potential for a lot of stuff, but I like. I like that I don't feel like with the flashbacks and the stuff we saw in Mandalorian, I don't quite know... He keeps saying he's the daimyo, right? Like, oh, I've taken over. Like, this is my deal. He tells the Huts off. He tells the mayor that he's the new crime lord. But n- <laughs> it seems like he and no one else believes him.
2: I mean, enough maybe to give he... him a helmet full of money, so
1: yeah, I set him on his way. Obviously. But also people try to to ace him and at the same time and he doesn't he doesn't he's not acting like a, <laughs> other other than uh other than collecting tribute from one person and yeah. waiting in his office to collect tribute he's not really doing much of crime lord stuff he doesn't have a bunch of people and it doesn't seem like the show is really hustling towards Oh, he's definitely... He is a crime lord. He's still a mean guy. He's still a bad guy. He's just acing everybody. He's shooting people in the street. He's building a crime family. Like, they have a backstory for why he is the way he is in the Mando stuff. Why he doesn't just walk out of the ship and steal his armor and, you know, kill everybody. Why he saves a Fennec Shand instead of just leaving her in the desert to die. Seems non-boba-ish. And so, like, to me, it doesn't... Doesn't quite yet explain whether or not we're watching a I'm going to make a crime family Boba Fett or I think I'm going to make a crime family Boba Fett. And actually, this is about something else. So that's what I mean. I think total is what are we watching?
2: I think a fair amount of the conversation, at least also expectations wise, is we've all had a fair amount of Boba Fett um, exposure from Legends. And so we have expectations. We have an understanding of, like this is what we should be seeing. Uh and that necessarily isn't going to read 100% because they they are trying to only only give the, the only story we have off of him is essentially that he was the clone of, he was the son of Django. and like we we know that and that he was he he started as a bounty hunter at a young age and came across as a very kind of entitled little punk. We see the pieces, and we we are filling gaps with our previous legends knowledge, and so hypothetically, like as soon as they took took him away in chains, another bounty hunter swooped in, pulled him out of the thick of it, and they just you know effed off to go do more bounties like we don't we, when him 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 jumping into to stop Luke on the skiff barge is like okay, well, yeah, he's doing that because that's his employer. Is he doing that out of a sense of loyalty? We don't necessarily know that because there's not a lot of loyalty in his history that we've, that we can attribute to. So it's like, what does, what does that shift, which does seem kind of like dances with wolves, but with Tuscans. And <laughs> you are getting him, he is, he is seeing like, okay, this is how these people, and he, he has a certain amount of respect. And he also, I guess, has a vague understanding of, of his Mandalorian connections. Like we don't know anybody. We like that's one thing that kind of sucks is we don't. There's there's a fairly big gap there that he knows of Django's history but doesn't didn't experience it. So that's kind of an interesting like story there. But yeah, it does like, to your comparisons to Sopranos is is interesting because I do kind of see like he wants to do like kind of like Red Hood. Like okay, I'm okay with doing crimes as long as it's it's protecting some people. Like he's like you're under you're in the family so you're safe. I'm Dominic Toretto now. You all have to listen to me. But we're all gonna. I'm gonna take care of you guys too. So these two Gamorrean guards that clearly weren't able to stop me, they're gonna watch my back. But also, I'm gonna constantly have the drop. Uh, like they're gonna constantly get the drop on me, whether it's a bunch of assassins or when I deliver the assassin back to the mayor and the mayor's guard kills the assassin. I'm just like, oh, what'd you do that for? Like you're Boba Fett. Like I understand that you're hurt, <laughs> but also you just laid waste to a bunch of stormtroopers on uh, Titan. Like, it's, it's so weirdly inconsistent, but it's like, I'm like, I get that you have to have the character grow, but also you have this weird moments of, like, we've already seen him, like, it's like, it's like, kind of like a video game thing where it's like, oh, well, you have to start out low so you can build up to those higher levels and take out anything that, you know, walks in front of you. It's like, but we just finished that last game, so why is, why is he back to being like, oh, give me the back to tank, oh, it's like. I don't. What are you so injured from that you didn't heal up after the Sarlacc? You've been with the Tuscans for so long; it's been years since all that happened. And we're not getting an definitive idea of time here either, which is kind of it's a little it's a little wibbly wobbly. But you just kind of take it as it comes. But like, what injuries did he sustain that now he's got to be in the back of tank continuously? Like, is this the long term effects of the Sarlacc? Let me give me a little bit of exposition, like something, because I'm just like. Dude, these like these six guys got the drop you're Boba Fett and Fenix Shand. And she like I feel like without him, she probably could have done better. Also, you have a rocket on your back. Shoot the rocket. He should be walking into places and people be like, Is is he back?
1: It's Boba Fett? Like I don't know if I'd say t- I did write down in my notes old man Boba instead of old man Logan. Uh yeah. was definitely my feeling from the show was like this is this is just the old man Boba. I don't think he's a crime lord. I think that's the thing. And I think you you actually might be stumbling into what the story might be about there, Ken, which is no one knows who Boba Fett is. Like, we know who yeah. Boba Fett is, but no one actually knows who Boba Fett is really anymore. Uh, And that might be a good thing overall in the universe to say, like, yeah, I mean, like, you know this character, but it doesn't mean everybody knows this character. You know, he was terrorized Han Solo for a bunch of time. If he's on a different planet, maybe I would get that a little more. But it is Tatooine. Everything happens on Tatooine. Everything, everything, everything is always on Tatooine. But it doesn't mean that Boba spent all his time on Tatooine until he was a Tusken Raider.
2: You know, he we saw for him a at the, the concert that Star Wars that uh, that the music concert on uh, Visions. That's true. He was there. Like I don't.
1: I think you you nailed it. You said he. Everyone thought he was cool, but he had no screen time. Boba is cool because he says like eight lines. Ever,
0: it's different if you have him be a small amount of screen time side character who can just stand in the corner in a cool suit of armor and say very little and sound tough, as opposed to an entire show about them, uh, where they're the the main character. So that's not gonna, that's probably not gonna work if if he only has you know four lines a an episode for me. Um, I, I I think that part of the the transition to i don't know anti-hero as opposed to straight up villain is is going to be that we're going to learn a lot more about him and besides besides just uh the the period of time that he spent with the tuscans i think that we'll probably get a lot more uh uh camino information we'll probably get some more information about that period of time in uh, in the dark times in between the last time we see him in Clone Wars and the next time we see him in, I don't know, A New Hope, uh, we'll probably get some information in there as well. So I, I think that, that, I think that as long as they do it well, that, um, will he still be the, the same mysterious character? No, probably not. But, but, uh, if they keep telling, uh, good quality stories, I think that, that, uh, he will still be a cool character.
1: I think it's more of a flashback show than anything going forward, right? I mean, yeah. the future for Boba Fett might not be as interesting as the past. Is maybe what you're saying?
0: That's absolutely what I'm saying. That's that is what I was trying to say initially, but still down to like one sentence. <laughs> Very accurate. Yes. I think you you're
1: on you're on the head there, Ken. That the back to tank is to heal the sarlacc wounds because you can all his scarring on his chest and stuff is gone. Uh, In the future version of him. That's true. So, I think it's implied but not explained. Um, Robert Rodriguez does do that as a director. He's just... This is the thing. The thing is happening. Now we're moving on to the next thing. Uh, And that seems to be kind of how it is, right? Like... Yeah. The mayor gives you the explanation. That's it. Like, (laughs) the character's dead now. We're done. We're moving on. Oh, look. There's the huts that tried to kill you. Um,
2: Hypothetically? But, I mean, do we... Do we believe that they weren't sent by the mayor? But also, I'm still bothered by the fact that everyone's just like, Ha ha! We surprised you, didn't we, Boba? Like, f***ing get it together. Sorry. Bleep that. All right. Apologies. I,
0: I thought it was very interesting that at the very beginning of episode one, when he is collecting his tribute from the different people on Tatooine, that the mayor sends his chief Major of staff Double. yeah, to basically go and threaten Boba and like it's true at that point it's boba fett and fennec uh, and shortly thereafter the gamorreans so it's not like he has a crime network yeah yeah at the same time like that's a pretty i I found that to be a surprising move
1: i I don't i that's what i think the show is about is kind of like maybe boba's gonna realize like he's been out of the game he's not he's sitting in jabba's chair but if the building fell down, no one would care, right? Like, there's nothing. There's nothing left in it. There's no one left in it. He's got one droid, two bad Gamorrean guards, no Rancor. There's nothing there. And so, like, when when the the I don't remember her name, but the woman from the club who employs a Rex droid, by the way, as a card dealer. Yeah, I wanted that was awesome. I, I was so happy when I saw that. I was literally, <laughs> I just, I paused it. I was like, Kenny,
2: it's Rex it's rex
1: <laughs> and then she goes yeah i saw i was like okay why are you not excited i'm excited we have just <laughs> talked about how i wish they had used all those droids they ripped out of the ride for something and i'm sitting here <laughs> one week later watching it on the screen and you're not excited anyway she gives him a lot of attitude where she's like yeah okay sure you're in charge whatever i'll just pay you you know, I, it, she didn't seem to me to come off like, oh, the new crime lord. And everyone's always making fun of him. Oh, I didn't see your litter show up. So you must not actually, you know, like, oh, we'll pay you off to go away. Uh, But I'm not serious. Right? Like, the Boba Fett in people's minds when he walked in to see the mayor and the guy was doing the thing where he's like, I don't see you on the schedule. Are you sure? Like, you're a crime guy? I don't believe... You're, like the Boba Fett of people's minds, the mysterious Boba Fett would probably have like grabbed that guy with his, uh, what the like rope thing, and you know, thrown him across the room or what? I don't know. Like you know, everybody's mind of how
2: cool Boba Fett is, he wouldn't have taken it. This Boba's not a big deal, maybe. I think that so the, the there's the line that the mayor says to him that by the way voiced by robert rodriguez yeah voice i had to bigger. look that up because he sounded he sounded at
1: moments like pedro pascal and at other moments he sounded like um he sounded like d bradley baker doing a pedro pascal
2: okay <laughs> you know yeah. it was
1: like who's doing this voice this is strange and it was robert rodriguez and as soon as somebody said it uh, when we looked it
2: up i was like oh yeah that's totally him. that's funny yeah and so part of that, he says to him, there's more than just, it takes more than this to run a family. And I think that that's, that's part of the theming for this, maybe the first, at least the first couple episodes, is that Boba, on his, like, young Boba, I mean, this is old, like he said, it's old man Boba. This is, like, you know, mature Boba. He's lived some, he's gone through some shit. After the start, like, he learns, like, oh, you know, he's got to be part of a community, which is the... The, the Tuscans, like he learns their heritage. He sees like, oh, you know, they've lived here longer than anyone else, and that they've learned to, to survive on the Dune Seas, even though at one point this was a, a a lush um planet. And just over time stuff has happened so that it becomes this desert planet. But he's he was that statement's supposed to be like, oh you know, it takes more than that to run a family. But then you see that juxtaposition with then you go to the you know you have your flashback and he's there amongst the tribe living with them learning to coincide with them You're right and so he it's he's maybe he's learned yeah and so it's like it's going to be like he will he's going to start to build up his family is the is my guess oh. and there's definitely a little bit of just like like you said like who else is in that ha- in the in in the Jabba's palace Jabba's palace like it's just those <laughs> like it's the two it's the four of them and the droid or like you know it's just them and I'm like yeah, like when they leave, how come like other people just, just roll in? Like, oh, we're just gonna squat here. Like, they're so like, did they lock the place before they left? <laughs> like, It bothers my brain a little bit. The, yeah, like, I mean, he, he walks
1: in. He walks into the building there, and he, what does the guy say? He says, uh, "Oh, Boba Fett. I don't know who you are." And uh, and Boba Fett says, "You know damn well who." And it's like, oh, no, I don't. I don't think anybody does. And and so, yeah, it takes more than that to run a family. I think. If I don't know, kit what you 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 take you decide which one of us is right. Ken says he's going to build up a family like the Tuscan Raiders. I disagree. I actually think what their point is is that uh maybe he's forgetting the lessons from the Tuskins currently and the when he gets in the back to tank after that fight, right? Uh and we get the long scene with the Tuskins he's remembering the lessons. And how he's, he's mis miss or misbehaving, I guess is the right word or something like that. He's trying to go back to being Boba Fett. He's trying to become Job of the Hutt because he thinks he has to. I think maybe not. I think that the show is not going to be about that. I don't see.
0: I'm probably wrong. Uh, I can definitely see it going either way, but I think that, I think that he is going to build up a, a crime and network family. and have, yeah. So and,
2: and I, I, am, I'll maybe, add not, maybe
0: not this season, but like down the road, I think that that'll be part of the the story of the 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 present, as opposed to the flashback. past.
2: So it's a it's a show about a bad guy then. I mean, a bunch of misfits. Like I I, I wanted to clarify too. Not that mm-hmm. even he'll be he'll continue to be the daimo, daimyo of, or I guess of of Jabba's palace or his region of Mas Mos Espa, Espa or whatever. Yeah but like he'll he'll essentially i think at some point we get to the where it's like maybe someone else comes in and he's like okay you know what you're in charge of this now it's just going to be me and my crew essentially kind of going back to his roots when he was a kid doing stuff with like a gang and like they you know the maybe not full-on a-team style but still like just going about doing doing things (laughs) the things that they want to do Gomorians don't uh, sing to me with the idea of
1: committing capers.
2: <laughs> no, they, they stay behind at 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 the base with the oh, new okay. boss. Yeah, like they like it's like thank you for your service. You stay here with the with them, and that's when that's when Kira takes over that that location. Oh, as Kira! Part of the, oh man, as part of the Black Sun S- Syndicate. Oh,
1: my heart would be full if a Kira reference showed up the black side.
0: We don't know what happened to her after solo. I mean, it would have it, that solo said a long time before this, but yeah, but, so? uh, it's not, no, no, I'm not saying that she, we don't know what happened to her. She could easily show up and ain't no and, solo Two In this
1: world, we might as well get Kira and something else.
0: Well, we're, we're getting, we're getting Lando. That's almost solo Two.
1: Do you think, do you think they'll put, uh, anybody from solo other than Lando in it? I don't
0: know. It would not surprise me if they put Kira in the Lando or or Han in the Lando show
2: or a black Chris, uh, Chris, Chris, Santin, Santee. Yes. Christy Tanton. The I can't. I, I don't know. Wait, it's, it's, it's such you're a
1: you're getting confused, which means you're confusing me.
2: Uh, sorry. Uh, black Chris Santin is the uh, the large Wookiee that shows up of the twins. Um, first seen in Star Wars Darth Vader, the comic book series
0: what and doctor afra as well
2: yeah i don't know what so, that's about the wookiee that showed up with the with the twins yeah see this is why we
1: have this show so you can tell me all yeah. these things cuz i don't know what the heck you're talking about
2: so black Chrysanthemum is a, a wookiee bounty hunter that was a short was a gladiator for a while and worked uh, was hired by doctor afra and darth vader during different events in the comic book series and has had has had a bit of a history with Boba Fett as well, so there's certainly like he he has some a bit a bit of a history in the series. So yeah, to see him show up is just like yes, they're bringing they're bringing more stuff in from the the ex- maybe I don't know extended universe. It's not expanded, it's extended, and they're bringing that in. It's like it's like getting. Uh, I, know, I was gonna say it's like I want to eventually get that episode in the Bad Batch of Boba getting his helmet dented because I want I want Cad Bane to give him that dent while they're trying to hunt down Omega or something. I need that Omega. Omega. Kersantans. K R R S A N T A N. Interesting. Yeah. And the uh, did, I mean, are you worried about comic book spoilers? and no. Uh for any listeners at home, I'm gonna give some comic book spoilers, but the scar over Black Chrysanthemum's eye was given into him by Obi-Wan Kenobi while he was protecting uh the Lars family on Tatooine. Oh. Yeah. So we get to see that,
1: that in Obi Wan Kenobi's show at some point.
2: Hypothetically, yeah. That big old Wookiee is gonna could Be, throw down with an Obi Wan Kenobi.
1: That big old Wookiee's gonna walk around one episode of everybody's show.
2: I'm I'm down for it. They did that in uh, with the legacy story. What was the what was that one? Where the that one that one armband went through like 18 oh vector 18th vector. Thank you. 18th century is like okay. We're gonna cover we're gonna cover the, the the dawn of the Jedi. We're gonna cover Clone Wars all the way through to Legacy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> eventually this will end up on uh, a Cade Skywalker and drive him insane. There okay. you go. <laughs> <laughs> Cade skywalker wow that's a legend forever now no yeah word. that's that's, well, that's way done. i guess that's, technically that's... not because ray skywalker could have a oh true a kid I, this is and entry- shaking my hands and throwing them in the air i i liked boba uh i loved the rancor wasn't there i was like this would make no sense if there was a rancor i have no idea what that six-limbed monster was uh but like seeing all sorts of tiny references like that made it feel like the Mandalorian again. Um,
0: I kind of hope that they would have a like a like a toddler rancor.
2: I was like a, a, a little, a, I was a little. A little from, yeah, from yeah. Bad Batch. Yeah, yeah, from Bad Batch. He oh, would have yeah. been like a little bit bigger, but he's just like it was like Moochie or something like that. Moochie. Right. Yeah.
0: It was not that I was disappointed with how it went because I, I liked how it went as well. But there was a little part of me that was like, oh, man, I hope a little a little rancor comes out. He chews on his ankles. Yeah. I was a little Instead worried for a you, very Kit.
1: earth rat. <laughs> I was a little worried for you, Kit. I know there was something in here that probably made you upset. Is that the second episode, there were Trandoshans everywhere. There were? Yeah. He walks through town and there's like four or five shots of different Trandoshans.
0: Oh. Uh, the, the only one that I noticed, I guess I don't pay attention to the crowd as closely as I should. The only one that I noticed was the one who brought him a Wookiee pelt yeah. at the beginning. But that's just that's just keeping with uh, Lucasfilm trying to make th- their propaganda to make me dislike Trandoshans.
1: Well, so what was <laughs> interesting to me about that, and I wanted to ask you guys about. So we've renamed Slave One to Nothing, which is fine. Uh, who cares? I mean,
2: renamed in the hypothetical that those never set on screen, So <laughs> look,
1: so Lego Lego did put out sets, right? And the sets yeah. are official, and so. They've named it... It. What do you mean? Why are you giving oh, me you a face like, that it's not official?
2: Oh, say the sets that are official. The books were official when they were printed. But now that we're out of... Now that we moved to No, but they've canons. done
1: a UCS... Uh, not a UCS. Uh, uh, no, they did do a UCS Slave 1 since Disney has owned the property. Uh, right, but
2: even then it's not... It's, it's not, not technically just,
1: canon just because right. they put it on a Lego. So... I don't know that it was canon or not canon. I honestly don't care. I really want to make it clear that I don't care what the name of Boba Fett's ship is. You could change it weekly. I don't mind. Um,
2: It's like the weekly special. Yeah. (laughs) The ship du jour.
1: Interesting that they would take away, quote unquote, the Slave One name to get rid of the idea of slaving in Star Wars and then bring back Trandoshan's. Notoriously only known for being Wookiee slave traders.
2: I think that that's more of a framing thing of that since it's if we if we want to present to you Boba Fett as a good character, then he himself doesn't have that moniker for him for his ship. Whereas you can have you could like the Trandoshans can do that because they're bad guys and we're saying they are bad guys and they do that. Just like essentially calling when they said we're no longer to call her slave Leia. It's like okay, you're saying that because she's a good character, and you don't want to put that out there. So now they call her Hut Slayer Leia, which then you could be like, well, so you're okay with slaying? Yes, they are, because the idea is that a Hut is a bad guy, so you're killing the Hut. I think it's just a matter of framing. Like if it was, if if it had been Emperor Palpatine, Slave One, I'm sure they'd be like, well, he's Palpatine, and he'd do that. It's he's a bad guy.
0: Yeah, I, I think we're gonna get the the renaming of the ship this season. And the reason why the Lego name change—they
1: they didn't Boba change Fett's the name.
0: Show. Yeah, they just removed the name. And yeah. I think that the reason why they did that is because it's going to be sitting on the shelves during the name change, and they're gonna—they're going to have during the show, Boba Fett's like, you know what? I don't really want to call my ship Slave One anymore. I'm gonna call it whatever. I and,
1: would I would stand up and shoot my hands in the air in joy if they do that during the show. Yeah, like finger guns, straight up. Pew, pew, yeah. pew, pew, pew,
0: pew, pew. I I would suspect that in the very near future, since Boba Fett is the main character of a Disney Plus show, that his ship will be renamed in the next five episodes.
1: I would, I would, I would just you're the scene the you're people. describing, the scene you've described where Boba is like, it's not Slave One. You know, like somebody says, oh, hey, you know, I've been taking care of Slave 1 while you've been in Mas Espa, and then he goes back to Mos Isley or something, right? He's like, oh, no, it's not Slave 1 anymore. It's uh, Daimo 15 or whatever. Daimyo 15.
2: I don't Django's know. Dream. Like, I'm going to name Django's it Django's Dream, Dream. man. Yeah. So, the Black Melon. The black <laughs> melon. <laughs> it's a melee run. I was,
1: I was a little uh, queasy when he goes... We'll give you black melons that you can drink their milk. I was like, "Milk? Oh
2: God! Yeah, that's, what is a? I don't like,
1: want to know. You know like,
2: like coconut milk.
1: I know it's like coconut milk, but what does a black melon come
2: from? The sand. We that's that's what those yeah black sand fl- can't grow. Did you miss the something? part where they were combing the desert.
1: I mi- <laughs> comb the desert. <laughs> they combed the desert and they found one of those frog things. They weren't combing it for yeah. black melons.
2: I'm guessing that that would break the black melon. That's why they use their hands. I don't, that was a very kind of but like, what, you're what, right. Though, so, Cause wh- where what, does it go to? Like, is what, is a a bra- what is
1: the, what is the black melon come from? They just find them in the dirt
0: to me. That means it is some sort of fecal matter. I don't think it's that. I think, I think it's some some kind of plant like a coconut or a cactus or something like
1: that. It? They, it's just in the ground. I know well, there's I,
0: like a, there's probably like a root or something that goes, like a tap root that goes down really, really far. And that's well, then the you could, seed.
1: Then you could grow these and farm them instead of wandering the desert sifting with slave hands. Speaking of I, which, Tuskegee t- 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 Raiders it be, have
0: slaves. It could, be, it could be a an egg, but I don't, I, I think it's I, I think it's a plant, not an animal thing, but it's definitely not feces. I mean, there's no... <laughs> well, I just
1: said uh, I couldn't come up with what, an explanation who, that made any sense. Who in the desert,
0: what animal in the desert would leave their like a hard case would leave feces with a hard case and a whole bunch of super hard to get <laughs> liquid in the middle of it. Like that, I, that wouldn't make any sense.
2: And let's be clear that the Tuscans have prisoners
1: with jobs. Okay. Prisoners it's, with jobs. Yeah. They can earn <laughs> their freedom if they save little children from six armed <laughs> uh, monsters by sacrificing Rodians to
0: them. It's funny. I, I really like to... that. I thought that that was cool. Yeah, it was I, that was cool. That, that, I don't know if they did stop motion, but it reminded me of that, like, Clash of the Titans stop motion yeah. type, uh, type special effects. So oh, I it thought was fun. That,
1: that. I, I liked um, it. I'm making fun of it because I liked it. Uh, I, I liked all of it. I think going forward, I don't believe Boba's a good guy. And I think that's your point, Kit, is that we need lots and lots of stuff to even make him an anti-hero versus me thinking, why is he not just killing everyone? Or why is he? You know, like this is not even Boba from uh, the cartoon. Like, if you take away all the legends stuff, if you take, if you really try to just think about what they've shown you from about him, it doesn't make sense that he's a trying to be a crime lord for some reason instead of just killing people and walking away and taking money. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird.
0: He's not. He's not really a crime lord at this point. He's basically just going around collecting Java's tribute. Yeah. Uh which I think will probably be a key distinction. I don't think I don't know. I could be I could be wrong, but I, I would doubt with him being the main character that we will see him doing you know, like if somebody doesn't pay him burning their bar down or uh getting into fights with other people who are trying to control most Espe sure, but I don't. I don't think that we'll see him, or I don't think we'll see him burying somebody in concrete and dumping him into <laughs> the the river or something like that. That's I can't tell.
1: But see, that's what I can't tell is like, are we going to an actual crime family thing where he does have to do stuff like that? I mean, I, I just don't see him being the punisher where he's like, oh, no, I'm going to take on the huts and do do things to help people against crime. It just doesn't make any sense.
2: Well, that's why I think it's going to be kind of like a little more like a uh, Red Hood where he's like, oh, you know, there's going to be like the gang that's tearing up uh, in the flashbacks the gang that's tearing up certain homes and stuff. Oh, he only, he only takes- needed
1: he needed their swoop bikes. He didn't care about those people.
2: Right, but that's where I think it, it grows because he's like, okay, well, these people are also part of his. <clears throat> it's like protection money, but like part of that protection money is you do have to protect them from other criminals. And as as the frame would go, he can he can kill a criminal. That's allowed because he's a good guy. So that's where some of the the crime boss side of it kind of comes into play. It's like um, I'm a, I'm a goodish bad guy. Quotations. Hmm. This is I I'm like I, I don't. I don't see him being Darth Maul where he's like, no, I'm in charge and we're doing bad shit every day. Let's go do bad shit. He's like, let's just not let shit blow up. Like, can we do that?
0: (laughs) I think he really is more like a, um, I think he's, I think that the, the term Daimyo is, was very much thought out and he's more going to be, uh, like a feudal Lord as opposed to it. That's, that's what I think that they're going to do. Um, is he, He'll have to go in and, and clean up and take out some other crime lords. And there's, there's some gray area where the two overlap, but I think that he's going to be the feudal lord as opposed to who who gets tribute from people, yes, uh, but he protects them as opposed to, like, the just rampant criminal organization of, say, a hut or whatnot.
2: And, and I do think that, you know, given the show to run, run X amount of time... At some time, at some point, if you know, going into the third season, I can be like, I can see them saying, "Okay, we've had enough on Tatooine. Let's go ahead and let's let's change." That. And there's going to be episodes where he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I set this up, but now um, Bo-Katan asks for my help, so let me fl- let's me and Fennec fly off to go do that." And there's yeah, going to be some episodes that take them.
1: That's why I don't see him building a crime family, right? People want to see Boba get in his ship and go do things.
0: Well, he's got to be able to delegate.
2: Yeah. Stay here, Gamorian guards, and you protect the castle.
1: You know it's actually harder to do the Boba Fett theme out loud than it is to do the Mandalorian theme out loud. If you like, because it, it's a very specific pitch, and yelling hiya at people uh, kind of has the wrong connotations.
0: Ken Ken is currently following Tamura Morrison around New Zealand, watching to see if he's growing a beard for a possible Rex. <laughs> oh my Link. God! So much. <laughs> Every Ken. day, he's following him
1: around like the paparazzi with his camera. Ken keeps jumping out of the bushes and yelling, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Boba Fett. It wouldn't be, bad it wouldn't would be
2: a bad idea. I would suddenly see his hot guy and he'd be like, ah! uh, be there's, just, a lot of,
1: um, there's a lot of mocked up Rex posters for Ahsoka that are mm. pretty good, I have to say. Yeah, I'm loving it. ba da ba 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 we can't get too close to that one. We'll get sued. Book of Boba Fett. We did episodes one and two last time, and our big two question was uh who is Boba Fett and what is Boba Fett? A the person and B the show. And uh so I think
0: Kit and, and let's not forget, let's not forget, will he put together a crew? Yeah.
2: Well, was, so that,
1: that was that our was what Fett. is the show okay. question. Yeah.
0: That was
2: that was them oh. just going like, um, Andy. Just just we got you Andy. They set you oh, up, Andy. They really <laughs> laid it all out there, dude. It was Boba
1: Fett and the Technicolor Dream Crew. Oh, man. The mods. And the the, the mods, mods. The mods. The mods the with bite. the, the Vespas. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I'm jumping ahead for a second. Was that the slowest speed chase you've ever seen filmed on
0: television? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. With the least <laughs> amount of um, uh, stakes. Like the I, lowest stakes, lowest speed
1: it was probably Stargate episode where they like chase people around and like there's, there's no point in chasing them, you know? Uh, it felt like that moment in, in the chase was like, what, why are we even, ch- he has a jet pack. Like this is a
2: frivolous. chase, <laughs> And it felt <laughs> which the, which they accent at the end when he just lands. Yeah, like, I know. No, but I
1: it, it also felt frivolous the entire time it was happening. It was like, okay, this guy's clearly being ridiculous and this chase is ridiculous to show up. Um, but I mean,
0: clearly, it was supposed to be for comedy. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, like watching force floating vespas chase a—I don't know—I I can't think of like a good like '70s really slow like, car. But it like, was like a grand it, marquis, like mile an hour. Yeah, it's like an eight mile an hour chase through.
1: I'm pretty. I'm pretty Espa. sure it was a grand marquis. Yeah, uh, that would work. That would work. Um, hey. Let's talk about them in order for a second because we're already talking about the uh the Cyborg Water Stealers and so we'll just start with uh episode 3 The Streets of Mos Espa um the shortest episode of premium television of all time <laughs> 32 minutes I think
2: before credits <laughs> I that's what's I, kind of interesting yeah these they feel like they're two two episode blocks like they balance better when you get like one and then two like the like like one felt really short and then three felt really short but then once you pair in the second half you're like oh okay this feels better like I feel like I got my fill
1: yeah uh, interesting uh, we'll jump to that next um, it, it definitely feels like maybe these should be hour and a half episodes instead and they see but the season would then be what i mean they they only ordered yeah, it'd be only 4 yeah. episodes long um streets of Mos Espa was definitely everyone's wondering what this show is let's show them uh the the episode which is boba fett's gonna make a gang guys so right after know.
0: he heard you ask if he was gonna put to, if he was really gonna put together a gang, he's like, "Let's go! I gotta put together a gang." Yeah, and he's getting <laughs> impatient. We gotta put a crew together.
1: We gotta we gotta take down the Nikto gang. Uh,
0: we should probably mention that uh, we're recording this after the fourth episode came out, but correct. before yeah. the fifth episode came out.
1: Before the fifth episode. Uh, we have a backlog of these that I'm going to work my way through over the coming week. So people are going to get a lot of carbon scoring real quick. Uh, the December holiday was kind of rough. So I'll put a time at the beginning of each episode. I'll be like, okay, this was recorded X date just so people know. Uh, but these will come out quick because, right. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Because by the time they see it, they'll be like, Andy will be like, well, I don't know what he what he can do. Is he going to form a gang? I don't I don't know about exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But like this is episode seven. It's over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I'm trying. I'm trying. I was trying to. I was. I, this is a little inside baseball. I had transferred to that new PC. It's taking me a lot longer to uh, updo the graphics and stuff like that. So uh, I put that on pause, and I'm just editing the episodes and getting them back out. Um, and we'll do updated graphics later. Uh, Mos Espa. So, other than, uh, the uh, Technicolor Dream Gang, uh, we also get a return of Chrysan- Chrysantin in this one. Yeah. Which is basically, wow. uh, Robert Rodriguez being like, I like Wookiees, uh, and I want one in my show. I've never, however, seen a Wookiee look more like a man in a fursuit than when Chrysantin runs away from Jabba's Palace. Hey, are we... Are, what what's the deal? Are we gonna call it Jabba's Palace forever? What's it can't be Boba's Palace? That doesn't sound right because that's like some sort of tea shop. Welcome yeah. to the Boba yeah, Palace. Yeah, no, it's,
0: it's it's too soon to change it to something oh, else awesome. now. I think I you love it now. <laughs> know, I'm fine <laughs> with calling Boba it Jabba's Palace. palace. Yeah. Then you then you know what you're talking about. So
2: yeah, yeah. that's true. That's I true. mean, I'm sure I'm sure there'll be like. There's probably going to be some some name will get down the line where they'll be like, oh yeah, th- this is the most most uh, most most Hatta Palace. Like there'll be some name for it. Mm. I mean, we, we touched on it last time, but also where he's like, I've got to get back my fire spray. It's like he, that's what he just he just called it. He just boom, which yeah. is like given he's he's just naming the the ship style, but it's also like yeah, oh, he called it a fire ahead? spray gunship. Yeah, yeah.
1: which uh, currently. As of 8.58 a.m. on 2022, uh, the editors of Wikipedia have yet to catch that the entry for Chapter 4, The Gathering Storm, has not one but two references to Slave 1 in it, which is no longer the name of the ship. <laughs> <laughs> and if you click the link to Slave 1, it says Firespray 31 on it. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Uh okay so the first that one that episode uh, there's some other stuff that probably stuck out to you right Kit I don't know maybe a few uh appearances of some characters that were missing or let's say one main character that was missing from Jabba's palace. All right,
0: are, are you referencing uh the Rancor Keeper? Yes, and yes. the Rancor. I was so I was so happy, <laughs> was so happy uh, when we got the Rancor and Danny Trejo as the Rancor Keeper. I never. I'm glad that we got the part about the 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 speeder bike chase out of the way if i if i had one complaint about this show it would be so far it would be the that chase was kind of um underwhelming but like otherwise this show i feel like i kind of wonder if a lizard climbed up my brain and i'm just imagining this because (laughs) it's like it's like uh john favreau and uh robert rodriguez have tapped into my brain and are just like picking out stuff like what would Kit like to see? Max Rebo, we'll toss a little bit of that in there. Uh some some uh Tuscan background culture, we'll grab some of that. Uh Boba Fett, you know, uh Boba Fett's redemption story, sure. Uh but let's have him ride a Rancor and have that Rancor be trained by Danny Trejo, because that's what Kit would like. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, it really I, I every episode When we get to episode four, I'll talk about the, the very specific series of events while I was watching episode four, Santo. I'm just going to call him Santo now. Uh, I, I went back and listened to it three or four times and I actually turned on subtitles to make sure I wasn't just imagining it. Um, but when he's in, he's in the bar, uh, I forget what her character is, uh, but Jennifer Beale's character calls him Santo. Black Chrysanthemum, she calls him Santo. And there's a, there's a very, very, very famous, like, Hulk Hogan of Lucha Libre, uh, named El Santo. And so I was like, I was like, is she calling him Santo? So I'm just going to call him Santo from now on. Cause I like that. So, huh. but, uh,
1: I, there's I a, imagine there's a Robert, specific part with him. I mean, Robert Rodriguez is into Lucha Libre stuff. I, I know I've seen in interviews that he's, so that's definitely on purpose.
0: Right. He ran a, he ran a, I'm not sure how, it, how, how, Uh, individually involved he is I know that he uh, his TV network El Rey ran a wrestling promotion named uh, Lucha Underground for two three years oh okay cool so
1: So that's that's a definite reference that I would never have got so thank you that's cool Um, other than I mean other than seeing characters showing up it really episode three is hey uh, we're gonna have a fight with the pikes yo and uh, setting up some sort of interior intrigue, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, with the whole, I'm going to get my other families from Los Espo together and then convince them to not take sides. I mean, that was really... Sh- Mayor's the mayor, I don't know, right? Sh- Shays? Uh mm-hmm. setting him up. The Hothorian? Yeah. <laughs> Santin trying to kill him in his back to tank, and the twins leaving and the the pikes showing up is kind of it for episode three.
0: So I have a a question for you guys about the pikes and the pikes being set up as the big bad guys. Uh, So in the episodes, we see the hover train go by and they shoot back and forth and then they attack the hover train and the hover train is run by the pikes. He then goes to meet with... After after he attacks the the biker gang or the Kintan Striders, after he attacks them, he, he then goes and meets with the Pikes in Mos Espa. Boba Fett goes and meets with the Pikes in Mosespa. They say or, you know, the whole thing about we're not gonna pay uh two parties. While he is gone, the Tuscans are ambushed and massacred. And he he comes back. They've all all he has to go on is that is that uh Graffiti tag for that he's seen the Kinten Striders put up. Do you yeah. think and then and then later on uh in the fourth episode when he's talking Fennec. to yeah. uh Fennec, Fennec says there's no way that those bikers did that. Uh, do you guys think that it was the Pikes and they were just trying to set up the Kinten Striders and that we're gonna find out that the Pikes actually massacred the Tuscans down the road, or do you think that it really is the Kinten Striders?
1: Oh, I would definitely go with your way. That's way better. Than i think the biker bikes, gang. but
2: i mean i'm curious to, it kind I'm of doesn't matter the, right
1: because he obliterated the the, the biker yeah. the speeder bike guys so it would be better if it was the pikes at this point
0: well yeah it, it'll be a lot it'll matter a lot once he gets to the pikes if if he finds out that it is them yeah yeah I, it'll I, add I'm, even more stakes
2: but even if it, even if it was just the 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 kinton striders it was on behalf of the the pikes like they did it because the pikes told like they 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 were like they hit us like you're supposed to respect Mm -hmm. us and it was on their behalf i do agree with the idea like i'm curious what she says you know like i find that hard to believe i'm curious about that like they were but they didn't seem to have more numbers when in episode four when they came back for retribution they did seem to have more numbers than we originally saw when they hit that little that small um yeah but they
1: they were trying it's like hard to they were they were always sort of like uh, not fighting. They were just beating. They were bullying. You know, they'd go pick on people. Yeah. that Right. Yeah. That didn't, and so I'm just curious if that, they had yeah.
2: if they ended up recruiting more or having more people, and then they hit hit the Tuscans, and that's their numbers, and then and then overwhelming firepower could have, I mean, could have done it. But yeah, I'm definitely I'm curious because even even Fennec is like that doesn't seem like yeah. something something's off there.
0: Also, a uh, funny note. Uh, so I I, ta- I said that I had the subtitles on. Mm-hmm. So I watch these with subtitles uh, They're So when the Jawas talk, the subtitle says it's their language is Jawa ease. <laughs> I think I think we saw that a bit in Mando, but I'm not okay. sure. Now. I had never heard yeah. that before. So, yeah, I didn't know how to refer to the Jawa language.
1: Uh, anything on episode three before we uh, jump out and uh, realize that our our gang is consisted of two Gamorians, Fennec Shand. And a bunch of teenagers.
0: <laughs> so,
1: well, two things.
0: Yeah. Just <laughs> uh, well, so, uh, I didn't get the thing about, like, the double meaning of the mods until episode four when when he was making the modifications to Fennec. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, so, obviously, they call themselves the mods because they get uh, cybernetic, yeah, modifications. But then there's also the mods, like, from the is it the sixties or the, the at least the like, the, like the proto the, like the proto punk movement yeah. in, scooter, in yeah, Britain. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I didn't, that, that totally, um, obviously they all have, um, cybernetic, uh, you know, the, I forget what her name is, but the, the leader, she's got at the arm and the, the, a bunch of them have like eyes and whatnot, but I didn't catch the mod mod thing until, until after Fennec's stomach oh. got replaced in episode four, but I thought that that was kind of cool.
1: The only um, thing I could think of was the mod squad when they kept saying mods. I was like, it,
0: yeah,
1: what, what, why do we keep saying mods?
0: But like, obviously that was what they were going for with yeah. them being, you know, out of work and, and the way that they dress and, and whatnot. Obviously that's, that's like, not a very subtle (laughs) uh this is what we're going for it's Um, subtle enough that we didn't catch it until they said like just spelled it out for us,
2: and then we're like smacking our heads like duh Um, but
0: i thought i thought that that was pretty cool um uh oh i guess three things i really liked uh that uh the the one the one thing that i think that we should talk about in the chase uh Uh, that we haven't already talked about is them driving through the painting the Macquarie painting or like very (laughs) close to a Macquarie painting except that they took out luke yeah they took out luke um it may not have been the actual it may have been somebody else's rendition of that painting with luke removed it may be the actual which one painting so when they're driving through the streets there's two guys carrying a a picture of java's palace with a bunch of Jabba and a bunch of his menagerie in there There's an actual Macquarie painting Of that with Luke In it that was concept art for Return of the Jedi Got and it. the one that And they they end up driving through the painting The the painting that they drive through has Luke removed but uh, I thought It was funny that they were like basically hauling A Macquarie painting across the street in, That's funny In there and then uh, yeah,
1: It was probably Doug Chang that redid it then
0: I don't They might have just you know like uh, removed out, use the actual Macquarie painting and removed out Luke. I I didn't look at it c- closely enough, but um, all, and also like just hearing Danny Trejo say that rancor are emotionally complex creatures was pretty cool. Although I, uh, my other my other conspiracy theory is, do you guys understand why he trusts Danny Trejo at all? Like I don't I don't understand why he lets him in because like, so the huts, the huts show up like an hour after. Black Kersantan gets captured trying to murder Boba in his own house.
1: And then they're like, oh, but we're leaving.
0: Sorry, here, we're going to give you this Rancor (laughs) and this Rancor Keeper with it. Like, he doesn't hire Danny Trejo. They give, they, I don't know if he's, if he just, if he's choosing to, or if he's like some kind of, like a slave that they're making stay with the Rancor or whatever. But like, I don't understand why Boba Fett in, in universe, why Boba Fett would trust this guy at all. Because yeah, like, totally the, the huts are like, here, we're going to give you this incredibly dangerous creature and this guy that we have brought that's going to train him for you. And we're just going to leave them. And, and he just like lets them into his house. And yeah. meanwhile, doesn't he doesn't have however... any concerns whatsoever <laughs> that Danny Trejo may not be on the up and up. And like the whole time, like, I don't I don't want him to be. I love Danny Trejo. I want him. I want more screen time for Danny Trejo. I want him to be a cool, cool dude and not betray him but like at the same time if that was me I'd be like "Yeah, you can you can just go I'll find somebody else to train my rancor
2: I would imagine that maybe just because he's like well I have no other idea, idea how to handle a rancor that's probably the only in reason to be like okay fine like guys watch him but like cause otherwise they have no other way to be like yeah I, I know how to handle a rancor this is like that's that's the only thing I can think of because you're right like I thought the same thing I'm like also I thought oh it's Danny Trejo What's taking him so long to show up? This is Robbie Robert Rodriguez' joint. Why is it, Why is, wasn't he in episode one? But it's fine. It's good. I love Danny Trejo. Um, but it was it was really cool to see him. But I was I was kind of the same thing. Like you just we just we just believe it because I'm also like I'm also curious about how this place still works because they haven't. Is it the droids that are still kind of manning manning most things except for you and the two uh, Gamorian guards? And I guess now we have the mods in there too, which they have a fair amount of role as things go, but also you're sleeping and black or sanding. gets all the way to your, to your room, your private room silently. He's not, he's not a stealth character. Like he's like, he's like, yeah. How, then, but I mean, how do uh, we, after,
1: yeah. after, uh, listening to Boba Fett say how everybody around, uh, the bounty hunter trade is an idiot. And that's why he wants to start a new family. Uh, then reconcile the fact that Boba is making all these decisions that we'd be like, well, that seems not smart. Like, I <laughs> well, want to I... ride this Rancor. Well, that doesn't seem smart. <laughs> oh,
0: that seems fantastic. What are you talking about? <laughs> that that is my dream. I I'm hoping for that in the finale. Like him him riding that Rancor in and just oh man, that would be so great. But I, I don't. I I kind of wish. I wish that that we got something. And maybe it's coming, but probably not at this point. I wish that we got something more to explain Boba's character shift between how he yeah. was portrayed before he fell into the Sarlacc and how he basically... Because basically, we get no explanation as to why, when the Tuskens save and capture him at the beginning of episode one, why he's had this character shift. Because he's acting very differently in this show than he was in Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. And... Obviously, something happened, but I would have liked a little bit of exposition or story about why that happened. Um, I wish we could get that. We're probably not going to. Maybe there's it, it a small sounds like in episode
1: that. four they're starting to let you in the behind the curtain a little bit. Where, um, where uh, what's what's her name? Uh, Fennec says when they're outside Jabba's palace, like ah, oh, the Tuskins have made you soft, and he's just like, nah, I just done. I'm just done with getting blown up and thrown in rank and thrown in Sarlacc pits. Like, I don't have any interest in doing this anymore. And yeah, like, I'm
2: someone else, I'm tired of being the rank and file.
1: So, yeah, but I,
0: I still would have liked. Oh, something. I don't think it's enough.
2: I'm, I'm, I want
1: to yeah. be clear. I don't think it's enough. I think I need to be shown, I mean, not told, right? Like, that's just a conversation right. and it doesn't show and,
0: me. I would like one sentence between, or two sentences between him and Fennec where fennec says are you actually going to trust this guy and him being like no i don't trust this guy at all like (laughs) we're gonna keep an eye on him that would have been enough you know that that 10 second back and forth would have been enough for me but like now i'm just like why is he like like presumably danny trejo is just uh sleeping in a bedroom close to the rancor pit (laughs) with access to the kitchen and uh um you know uh I I would say Uh, with 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 a reasonable run of the house and like if Black (laughs) Crescenton could get up into his bedroom, I don't see why Danny Trejo couldn't get up into his bedroom and slit his throat while he's sleeping. So I don't it it, it just seems weird to me the way that that it just wasn't mentioned at all at all that that like maybe this guy shouldn't be trusted.
1: I think we're trying to hurry past the back to tank. Because in episode four, the back to tank, uh, he gets out, and one of the bots is like, "You're done, congratulations." So, uh, no one of the it's robots, like one of the robots when he gets out says, "You're completely healed, master." Uh, yeah, uh, I think Robert Rodriguez is a fun director, but sometimes this happens in his films where we're just gonna keep going. Like we're not going to talk about it. Just keep going because the plot and the action is what I'm here to do well. And it, this, what has happened and occurred, makes sense. It's just that, like you and me, I mean, we get the idea that this is prestige TV, and uh, much like the Sopranos or all these other things, crime-related, like Boardwalk Empire or whatever, uh, things are happening in the background, and I'm not sure that that is entirely the case here with star Wars. I think what is happening is right in front of you more so in this show, Well, we could be, I could be wrong about that. It's only at four episodes into eight, seven, seven. Sorry. No, okay. okay. But, uh, episode... but
2: that's, the, that's just that you speaks to the, like, Hey, we are, our, our ending is coming up. It's, it's, it's on the horizon. Like we're half. Yeah. we're at the halfway point. Like they need to like, episode
1: I four. I think for me is the turning point on this show of like, Oh, okay, cool. I'm into this. Where the show finally starts to connect back to Mando.
0: Are you are you referencing the the musical cue at the end when he's like, "We're gonna need more men," and then they go into it
1: happens twice in the show. Yeah, when they do the flare, when they do the flare, and then at the end, there's what two. Flare? Sorry,
0: I'm not. I didn't. I didn't catch the musical note. The I guess the first time or I, I'm so... not, I'm I'm unfamiliar with the flare that you're referencing.
2: So the, the <clears throat> during the flashback, uh, there. Um, Bob was like, you know, he's like, oh, he's in the desert alone, and he's feeding the. Bantha. That's when he feeds feeds the who I th- who we all thought was like an herbivore of the bantha <laughs> the they herbivore feed, teeth all like,
1: the way back. And he yeah, and he's
2: like, of there was a piece of chicken in there, you know, chicken <laughs> slash sand thingy. Um, sand he throws that thing in there, and he's like, oh yeah, eats it. But then there's that flare that goes off, and you're like, what the heck is that? Oh, but oh it's okay. From- Fen- it's oh, Yeah, Fen- yeah. Shand, yeah that makes that makes sense because
0: they're that's yeah. from. You're seeing that's it amazing. from across the desert of that. That's that's the scene And So they put yeah.
1: they put the Mando sting on top of that scene, too. And immediately your brain goes to, oh, that's Fennec Shand. And then he right. shows up and saves Fennec Shand. And we go through that whole thing. And so it's a callback to that moment. And also a callback to, hey, we're going to need some muscle. I don't know why Fennec would trust Din Djarin. So at the end of this episode, we can go back and talk about it. But the the end of this episode, they say they're going to fight the Pikes. And Fennec says, Well, we're gonna need more muscle. Or Bob somebody says we're oh and, and then Boba says, I got plenty of credits, and then she says, I know some, some guy or some, some guys or something like that. Uh yeah. and then they play the Mando sting, right? Yeah. yeah. Why would Fennec, who was blasted in the gut by Din Djarin?
2: No. She no, was, was blasted the in the gut by the other bounty hunter. Oh, okay. Well,
1: he left her in the desert to die, so
2: the the other guy left her in the desert to die. Mm. They so he I think when they come when he comes back with like the, the he's like, oh I'm gonna go get this stuff, he blasts her and he's like, oh you know, you're worth this much and he goes off to go capture the kid, the crooked Downy Hunter does. Like he 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 abandons her in the in the desert and goes off goes off mission and goes to go get the the kid. And that's that's where his and then Boba's like shit, okay. Not Boba Din follows him back to town, if I remember correctly. But they actually didn't. The crux of it is that they didn't have a negative interaction aside from her. Him, yeah, outsmarting he was literally her. hunting
1: her. I don't understand how that's not a negative he, reaction,
2: negative interaction. But he was he was trying to capture her. But he didn't shoot her. He didn't say like, oh, you know, you're a piece of. <laughs> He's like, you're a bounty, and I'm I'm here to catch you to help him so I can get paid. Like the and it's I mean and also just like just like with Boba and a black chrysanthem. It's like, this is a professional thing. Like I understand, like, you're not, you don't hate me. You're here to collect a bounty. So that's what, that's what's going on right here. There's a certain amount of professional courtesy there. Also the same thing happens with, um, when Boba picks up, uh, finds her and, and saves her and he, she's like, Oh, I'm more, I'm, I'm worth more alive. And there's like, a guess, but I don't want to collect the bounty. And they, they go and, they go into that discussion. It's like, I didn't like, I did, I'm not here to hurt you. Or like, there was not a, she didn't go like, Oh, you're that double dealing Boba Fett. I know about you. It was very much clearly like there's a professional like we're both we're both bounty hunters we both played this role we understand that there's a certain amount of anonymity there's not there's not an animosity I'm trying to think of the right word but there's a certain amount of just I keep coming back to professional courtesy just like understanding like it's the job and Mm -hmm. so but like he wasn't the one who shot her he wasn't the one who necessarily left her and left in the desert because I think that's when like I think Din goes off to capture get the get their mount or, or get the bike or whatever, and that's when he comes back and it's already been done. He doesn't know that she doesn't know that he left her for dead if he, if he was there. So, and then later on, their other interactions are they show up on Ty- Typhon? I think it's Typhon. I'm going to forget. Typhon? I'm I'm Typhon? Yeah, Tython, That sounds right. And Where they're they like, hey, get we, get we want the armor. armor. Yeah. Yeah, they want the armor. Yeah. And they face off a bit and they're kind of a, like, you know, stuff happens and they all act professionally with each other. They agree to work together to save, um, Grogu. And so all the think, interactions, I don't
1: think that the, the Grogu and the armor and all that, like would, I would call it a positive interaction. I guess she was willing to die on the bridge of that ship though. It's weird though, that she would say, Oh, I know
0: somebody. And it's like Fett,
1: Fett knows Din. <laughs> like why well, would you, okay, why so you gotta they, be? Yeah.
0: They I they play think it's the, other people. They too. play the musical cue. Yeah. For Mando. So I, I'm, I'm, like 99% sure we're going to get at least a short bit with Din and possibly some other people from the show. But she could be talking about any number of other bounty hunters. We could get... Ingar, Yeah. The, I mean, like, we could... <laughs> she could be talking... Uh, or... or um, Ask. Embo. Or... Uh, embo! Or uh, Cad Bane. We could be talking about any number of other people besides...
2: It won't be uh, Cad Bane. Yeah, not after what he did to Bobo's Helmet hypothetically what, outside what of canon so in do? the in the episodes that we didn't get out of clone wars the dent in boba's hel- boba fett's helmet is from cad bane um they essentially do like a, an old style gunfight and cad pull you know pulls first and he hits him in the head and, and essentially knocks him out and that's how the that that fight is supposed to end and that's where that big one big dent in the beskar comes from is from cad bane's shot Okay. Um, but that doesn't mean that Cad Bane not did canon he, does, either. does he kill? Yeah, does it's he not kill canon Cad either. Bane after that,
1: it's not. No, it's no, no. He's canon. he's
2: not. It's it's okay. not canon. So, but like, but that's one of the things where it's like they'd be they'd be at more at odds than anything. But I mean, it. I, I would take it though. again. It's I well trust me. There's you know how many people would be loving if they brought brought in Cad Bane. Speaking of which, everyone from the trailers and stuff saw um, the character, the main character, and I can't remember her name. the 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 leader of the mods. They saw, you know, the the dark haired girl with which, by the way, you can check your uh, messenger. I sent some images. If you guys remember the game Master of Tarascasi, yeah, the fighting game from like the 90s uh, on PlayStation, there was a character in there called Arden Lynn, and Arden has, you know, black, you know, black hair. She has a robotic arm, and so lots of people were like, it's, "Is that Arden Lynn? Is are we gonna mm-hmm. get Arden Lynn in here?" And it's because even in Solo, they mentioned that, um, uh, oh, I forgot her name now. Amelia Emilia Clark's character. Oh, okay. Amelia Clark had mastered Tara Scassi, Uh, and I thought that was a, that was a great little moment in Solo. And it's like, they could also canonize this and make it like, if, if a lot of people were thinking it's going to be Arden Lynn, which is, I mean, it was, it's not, but it's still it's kind not, of, fun. I, but, these things are lighter weight than
1: people want to put on them. I think,
2: uh. Oh yeah, absolutely. But just people always want to bring back; they always want to bring back things that they love from Legends. And so it's like when we yeah. talk about like, oh, they're going to bring in some other bounty hunters. I would like, think
1: we would see probably not grief Karga, but maybe um, what's his name?
2: Uh, Bill Burr. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We, could, yeah, we could see him. We could see Bill Burr's character. Um, although uh, just thinking like think. the greatest hits of oh, who no. would be
1: available from The Mandalorian. Series,
0: I think uh, you're right. Those are the only two. Migs,
2: Din. That's about it. Because I don't see, I don't see, I don't see the Luke uh, Skywalker. But they could
0: bring in, they could bring in Bo Katan. They won't bring in Luke. I, I would be very surprised if they brought in Luke. But like, Luke they could would bring have in... no
1: interest in helping Boba Fett. <laughs> I don't understand why.
0: I, I, I could see, I could see lots of Mandalorians. Um, the ones that are left, like Bo Katan and um, uh, Reeves. Reeves, uh, the they might have some maybe probably less would, likely, but I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if they brought it It
1: could up. be interesting to do that and then be like season three of the Mandalorian is Boba requires to help is required to help them take back Mandalore.
2: Yeah. Which I think that's where that's going to go because I feel the Ahsoka Tano shows, the Ahsoka Tano show is going to go a different way more towards rebels storylines. Whereas Din going to Mandalore could definitely be a good step forward for him to be learned. Like if you're a Mandalorian and, and you believe you're of this sect, what does that mean? Where does that yeah, what does that I mean don't... for you? Who's adopted into the world? And you know, that's that because I mean, it, it's very much from that moment where he's like, where'd you get that armor? she's like, I've been, I've had this armor passed down to me for generations. Yeah, and then like, they're more... the whole talk of like, Oh, he's one of those. Like they, they don't remove the helmet. That's a fun, that's a interesting story. He's also
1: got brand new armor, right? Um, yeah, it would be interesting to see Mandalore and fight for it again, but I don't think that show ends up staying on Mandalore and becomes oh, no, that not kind of thing.
2: It uh, could definitely be an episode, a, a, a better part of a season. I think, especially because he has the dark It like, would, I think, a lot of people would
1: get turned off by that. That watch the Mandalorian for the western episodes, st- the western style yeah. episodes. Um, this is turning into what we thought, which is. Boba builds a crew, and now we have a crime family show for the PG thirteen audience. <laughs> the one of the meme reactions I saw to this was somebody re-editing episode one. Uh, every time, uh, what's Anakin's mom's name? Uh, Shmi. Shmi says slave. They <laughs> they they dub it with a really bad dub that says unpaid worker. That's the type of crew we're dealing with.
2: I think maybe these shows will end up being lighter you know what i mean oh well i mean uh, lighter than like we just don't you mean you just don't see them being like super dark and
1: i think i think he's building a crime family show with uh very slow speed multicolored speeder bikes you know what i mean Mm. (laughs) it's not
0: that's part of it but he's also got santo I, I think I think I think Santos gonna Sant- join up.
1: Santo seems like more
2: of show than well, it, it comes down to how you shoot how you shoot the show because it's like yeah, he ripped off that dude's arm, but they don't show you any show blood. any blood like nope. Okay, I, I do want
1: to talk about <laughs> that oh, for just a yeah, second. I, I have a big have I have a big note in my thing. I said Kit, they
0: destroyed <laughs> okay. the Oceans for you. So I watched this show with no. No prep. I did not look at who directed this show. I didn't know who directed this show until we got to the end. When he picked up the Trandoshan, which, by the way, is yet another example of them tapping into my brain and being like, what does Kit want? Because we have talked oh, on a this show to rip about how, arms how, angry, off. Right, how angry I am at the Trandoshans <laughs> about how they have treated the Wookiees. So this is yet another instance where, where Jon Favreau is like, what does Kit want? We need to write that. <laughs> but when he picked that guy up by his arms... I immediately said out loud, this is like in Mortal Kombat. Is he going to rip his arms off like Goro rips Jax's arms off in Mortal Kombat? And then he did it. And then we get to the end and it says, directed by Kevin Tantorowen, who did the Mortal Kombat Legacy oh, wow. web series <laughs> 10 years ago. Okay. And I'm like, oh, this all makes sense now. Like, that makes perfect sense. <clears throat> and I was like, and and I literally, I literally laughed out loud because I was like, man, this is like, this is like some stuff inside stuff inside other stuff because like, like when he picked <laughs> him up by the arms, I'm like he's he's holding him just like Goro held Jax, other than other than the fact that Goro has four arms instead of two. But like yeah. the way that he was holding him with his arms kind of out like out to the sides, like he was gonna rip him off. I was like, I was like, man, is he gonna? And it's like, happening, right? I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, that's exactly how Goro held Jax when he was gonna rip his arms off in Mortal Kombat. Uh, we've heard about Wookiees ripping people's arms off. Uh, we know rookies, Wookiees hate Trandoshans and Trandoshans hate them. Is he going to do it? And, and like, then he did it. And, and I was, I was like, I kind of thought he wasn't going to do it when, when, uh, when she talked to him. Cause I was like, uh, oh, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna set me up and they're going to make me think that it's going to happen. But then because it's, it, this is on Disney, they're going to not do it. And, and I was like, oh man, but then he did it anyway. And I was like, yes,
1: it's like, uh. A... It's like Boba Fett is like a Matryoshka doll for just made just for Kit. It
0: is. It, every, every show, they open up a doll, and there's another yeah. doll with another thing that I want nested inside. Or five things that I want nested inside. And I'm like, yes. Even more things.
1: It's like a loot crate.
0: Yeah. It is. It's it, a, kit. It's, it's a this, kit loot crate. I, I I understand that there are lots of people who uh, maybe not lots. Uh, there are, there are, there are some people who are not digging the show as much as I am. But man, I am really digging this show.
1: I really think that it's kind of that people were left. This its show is finding finding the story in front of people by saying. I think a little bit. We don't want to 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 go too far in one direction with Boba Fett right away. We have to say he's a blank slate again and build this character very slowly in front of people so they don't get angry. And that kind of is panning out to mean the show in general is methodical, a little bit slow, doesn't have a clear, even stylistic thesis.
0: It, it especially, especially with Robert Rodriguez doing episodes one and three and then I forget the person's name. One and name. four, I think. No, one and three. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, the uh, I'm I'm I, I can't pronounce his name, but Taron Chouin I think is how maybe how you say it. But uh, he did four. Um, but uh, Robert Rodriguez did one and three. It and and three was very Robert Rodriguez. Even if yeah. if I had been in a coma the last ten years <laughs> and didn't know anything, and and I just woke up <laughs> and somebody showed me episode three. When Danny Trejo shows up with a rancor, and say, I would have been Robert like, Dre- oh, yeah, I'm like, oh, it, Robert Rodriguez is doing Star Wars now. Like, <laughs> I, I would have been able to pick that episode out as a Robert Rodriguez thing with no backstory whatsoever. Uh, so but it, it does feel it does feel really kind of. Um, not as. It doesn't feel as unified. I, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with the right. Cohesive. adjectives. But yeah, as, as the Mandalorian felt like that they had different directors doing the Mandalorian and the episodes yeah, within themselves were different stylistically, but they, they felt more uniform as opposed to this yeah. one where it's like a Robert Rodriguez episode. And then a very, a, a, an episode that feels very differently with the tribes of Tatooine.
1: There are and episodes, then another yeah. Robert
0: Rodriguez episode. And then an episode that feels not as different, but somewhat still quite a bit different mm-hmm. with episode four. And so it, it is sort of a, a more of a more jarring in this in this series.
1: Sure. Yeah. I, and that's yeah, I think what I meant by the word thesis. Uh, my brain is tired. Uh, Dave Filoni okay. and and John Favreau came up with an idea and it was very clear. And they sat down every director that came in there and said, this is what we are making. And in some episodes, it's more that than other times. Like I can think of standouts where they were on the the prison ship where it's like, okay, well that's yeah. not as much of a Western. And it definitely that was very
0: much a horror. That was episode. like a horror but
1: film. So yeah. And, and,
0: when, and as soon as, as soon as they get on the ship, uh, they, sh- they switched that. to where they would shoot it, they shot it basically with like yep. the, the, the over the shoulder of him with the strobe lighting yep. where like every time he'd get a little bit closer and stuff that was shot very much like a horror movie. And it was just emphasized by the fact that the music sounded like a John Carpenter Halloween, like, john carpenter on the synthesizer you know dee, 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 dee. That, that's that's the halloween song but like the the music was sounded like john carpenter synthesizer 80s yeah horror music and uh yeah so that episode is a perfect example
1: i think it's a perfect example of of a show having more of an identity than this one has developed yet and that's all i meant by it yeah uh speaking of music I'm liking it so far. The music in this show is pretty dang good. It's uh, it's doesn't have. So for for me, it doesn't have memorable scenes as much. Uh, in terms of the music, but uh, as an overall quality thing, it's it's high. It's high end. I like it.
0: It and we should probably mention that that uh, Ludwig Göransson. Sorry if I'm I'm positive that I'm mispronouncing he did both, your name.
1: Vote both, both shows, right?
0: Well, he so he did. As far as I know, he did the majority, if not all, of the music for both seasons of The Mandalorian he and did. he did the theme the Boba Fett theme song, but the rest of the scoring is done by uh Joseph Shirley. Oh, who's that? I, I don't know. But oh. um uh It's Marie's I, I have oh, read okay. uh I have read that people are saying that it's probably because Ludwig is working on Something else, and so Joseph Shirley uh, has
1: also worked on the Mandalorian, so okay, that's okay.
2: Well, and I mean that's kind of the point that so like uh, m- multiple different conversations, like one one friend was talking to me, He's like, oh hey, is it true that John Favreau is doing all the all the future Star Wars movies? Because he just heard you know through word of mouth through friends that I'm like, I don't think that's true because like I don't think there's any movies aside from maybe I think there's there's Rogue One or Rogue Two. I like think that's been bo- like mentioned, <laughs> well,
0: but,
2: but, sorry, but the majority there's also, of,
0: there's also um, shoot uh, Taika. Tyka has been given a movie.
1: tyka has got a movie somewhere. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah. I don't, I, we don't, I don't think that we know anything about what it's supposed to be about, but he's been, he's exactly, been officially yeah. said that they've given him a movie because they liked uh, his episode of the Mandalorian. No, it was yeah. so good. So much, so.
2: Yeah. And then and and they're and they're good and but then like to my point with with the, the the word of mouth that he had heard I'm like I think the majority of what he's doing is he's working on all of the TV stuff which is you know you've got Mandalorian you've got Boba you've got Kenobi you've got Ahsoka and that's just those like the ones we know but there's still also the acolyte TV show I think that we're supposed to have there's the Cassian Andor TV show and it's like the idea that like there you can only spread someone so thin like and with the it's the with this speaking of the of Ludwig like he's working on Mando but it's like I'm sure he's probably has has been in meetings for Kenobi and all these other shows and Ahsoka and I'm sure that I mean, the, hopefully they'll find a head sound designer who's going to be in charge of all that for each show so they each have their own flavor and feel um, and that's why I, I think that's kind of a good thing for Boba to have you know maybe you have that main theme done by Ludwig but then you have a, another composer who's doing the bulk of the score so that it feels more cohesive and you you have that tone across all all the episodes. I'm
1: surprised uh, of... I'm surprised they didn't go with Michael Giacchino who did Rogue One and The Force Awakens. I mean he's he was he's been too. doing all kinds of other stuff too, so Well, he's he's basically like under Disney contract now. <laughs> he does most right, he does yeah. most of the uh the not most i, I mean, guess. He, he does a he lot of
0: marvel Spider-Man, no way home. spider-man he's doing and, the batman yeah the, uh, that, well, the, that was actually that was what i was going to say is that they might go it might be a very similar system to the marvel movies where there's no one composer who does all of the marvel movies but they all uh, the and you know each movie has its own musical feel but the there's still kind of a that sort of like house theme style. yeah exactly yeah that was what I, that well house that was a house style is a good idea yeah that's yeah
1: I mean, it's a it's yeah. a very good idea to have that. That's why John Williams, you know, music sounds like John Williams' music, which sounds right. like Star Wars to people. I don't know. Taika yeah. works with Giacchino a lot, so so I would imagine Taika's movie will have Giacchino in it. That guy, that yeah. guy can make some music. I'm just saying that. Oh yeah, Bat- for sure. But be- that yeah. the Batman theme has me wanting to see the Batman, and that's just from a piece of music with nothing on it. Anyway, Taika's still working on Love and Thunder, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's, I just, it's, meant, and just, I just meant down the road they had, they had said that they're giving him. I mean, I think technically, uh, Ryan Johnson's trilogy is still not uh, canceled yet. I don't, I, I, I don't think it's actually going to happen at this point, just because of, just because of the scheduling, the way that they have already said that Rogue One's coming out in like two years, and then two years after that, another movie. I think we have Taika. Have they announced a third? I know that they said that there were gonna be three. I can't remember if they've said who the third
1: yeah I would, I would prefer Ryan Johnson work on more Knives out movies and less Star Wars movies.
0: How about oh that? yeah, me too absolutely <laughs> oh by the way they I guess they did some reshuffling of I can't remember what the details are now, but whatever was causing the scheduling conflict for patty <gasps> Jenkins now we're she's back on where she's Patty's backing on more she's room? just working on Wonder Woman three back and again. And Rogue Squadron, and whatever I can't remember what the third dancing. project was that she was working on. But, I don't care. I'm dancing. She like she got she gave up on that because they gave her enough money or... Yeah, buddy. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. What was she but working on? There's there's something else. Who Cleopatra? There's oh, there's like oh. just two other projects that she's working. Yeah, on. Yeah, it was Cleopatra. Did they did they give a trilogy to uh, Josh? Who's the Trank. no? Who's the who's the Marvel guy? The head Marvel Feige. Did oh, they give F- a Star F- Wars trilogy to my, to Feige? No,
1: no, because uh, I mean, what I'm thinking of. It's not the worst thing in the world to pull back, I think, a little bit, uh, from the movie stuff, especially with how much they I think what, Obi Wan Kenobi is still coming. Another season of uh Bad
2: Batch at least. Yeah. Which is good. I'm 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 happy for that. It's Mando. I, yeah. Mando. Cassie and Andor. Cassie and just, sorry, Andor is Andor still is in support.
1: work. Ahsoka yep. is still in the works. I think they've got enough yeah, so, on their Mikey. plate. Let's take a break from making new
0: <laughs> Feige has been, they did announce there's no details, but they did announce that Kevin Feige is working on a star Wars an untitled star Wars film. Like <laughs> at some or, point. I mean, if, if he's producing on, it, that's fine.
2: Know. He does. Yeah. I, I, I trust yeah. his, his, his working order and the way he develops things. He's, he's, he showed that's, that's clearly his, his strength. Cool.
0: Yeah. I guess he's a, he's a producer, not, not, uh, he's not like directing or anything, but, yeah, but that was, that was, I think that those are the three, and I guess he could be producing like Rogue Squadron or the Taika, Taika movie, but I think that they've, I think that, I think that we have three movies. Cause they, they,
1: I wouldn't be at, sad. One, I think one I'd of the say. Disney
0: plus days or whatever, I think that they announced that there was going to be like Avatar, Star Wars, like Christmas, I think it's Christmas was going to be an Avatar movie and then a star wars movie and then an avatar movie and then a star wars movie and then an avatar movie and then a star wars movie
1: episode five predictions five five minutes of predictions for episode five and then we're wrapping it up
0: i don't think that it would be impossible for dengar to show up uh i don't think so he might not but he's like
1: he's too slobby to show up in this show it's too pretty
0: i don't know other other classic bounty hunters do you think that there would be a IG-88 or it Forlom be... or Zuckus. I don't think that we will see Bosk unless it's immediately... I, w- I, would... I wouldn't mind seeing Santo fight Bosk. Like, it
1: would be interesting watching for Bosk him... to show up because right. of Santo. And so yes. that was my thought when we were going through them all earlier. Forlam and Zuckus is cool for me personally because I liked those characters from books but yeah whatever no one's gonna care i think bosk is interesting because we've already seen on the screen for people that have, don't know who santo and all these other people are that um he hates trandoshans and then you're gonna bring in a trandoshan bounty hunter that everybody knows you know that would be pretty cool
0: uh of a thing and we could get do. a little bit better of a fight because i feel like those trandoshans were like
1: yeah they were a little uh yeah accountants and, and yeah uh, not card counters. Not-
0: they were not, I mean, it, w- it was good to show that how the last two episodes, we've gotten an awful lot of, sh- of building up how great Santo is because he's able, granted Boba Fett's all slimy and he catches him off guard and whatnot. But, uh, I mean, he fights the, f- and, and we don't know, we don't really know how, how good of fighters the mod kids are, but, but I mean, he does fight all four of them and Boba Fett and two Gamorians all at the same time and pretty much wipes the floor with you know, all seven of them. Yeah. And then he goes in and takes out a bunch of bunch of Trandoshans. Uh, but I, I would say that, like, the Trandoshans, I, I felt, didn't really um, seem all that... Uh, Kit, how much imposing. more
1: Trandoshan blood do you really need spilled? Come on, man.
0: I would love to see him fight <laughs> Bosk and have it actually be, like, a decent two-minute fight. As yeah. opposed to him just, like, throwing a bunch of trandoshan accountants around a casino
1: throwing boba fett around a room (laughs) yeah what uh yeah what's your one prediction there ken for for episode five
2: i really like kits um i had like all the different stuff as far as like i want boss i want i want uh dengar to show up kind of i don't i say kind of because i'm like like i I, again i i I do what i don't like you're right like i i don't think he is too kind of just like I don't know. Not sleazy, but he's not. Well, they, t- they not, took
1: they took part his part of the story where he helped Boba get out of the pit. So what's interesting about Dengar? Nothing, you know.
2: Like yeah, the, there's not, there's not that betrayal and then the the like yeah. earning of respect again. Right. So that's fair. I mean, I I don't know. I'm trying to think because we're gonna. I mean, I guess hope to see Mando. I think maybe that's see possible. it possible another show. Yeah. yeah. I, it's,
1: I don't know. It, I don't it, know why, why you, like you put the musical stings in if you weren't gonna bring someone from Mandalorian over. For sure. I think
0: we'll at least see Din. Din. It wouldn't surprise me if we saw Bo-Katan and some other other Mandalorians, but it it also wouldn't surprise me if we just saw Din. Din. It would be pretty strange
1: to not see others with Din, because we're going to see them in the middle of something happening between now and his next season. So if he shows up, he's got to show up with everybody following him around because they want to steal the Darksaber from him.
2: I guess if anything maybe a holovid from like the essentially from Crimson Dawn saying like you know speaking to Boba like the Pikes have you know have a claim to this and he's like I don't recognize that claim <laughs> and he's like they're like well you know I guess a, a similar thing to kind of set up that there is that larger world of of criminal syndicates where it's like you know the the Pikes are saying this they have a role in our, our organization we don't recognize you as a as a daimyo. We don't recognize you as a crime lord. And then you know someone gets on the phone and suddenly it's Amelia Clark and I can't remember her name from Solo. Kira. <laughs> Kira. Kira. Yeah, Kira. Because I mean, if you're if you're reading the comics, there are moments where um, the crime Crimson um, Crimson Dawn does come into the play and Kira's still playing a role within the world. So I'm like, cool, have her there. And that's what I say via Hollowvid because. I'm not sure if you how you age her up or do, what do you do with that, but that's just because because it is now at this point, <clears throat> ten years since we saw her last. So, I don't know that that that's, that way you don't you, you can do a bit of like if it's on Hollywood, you don't have to worry about the, the de aging technology or aging however you want to do it. So I know I just see I guess they've seen that because Kit went, went with the bounty hunters we know idea.
1: I think I think Kira has a very real possibility of showing up.
0: Do you think so in I think episode two. Uh, oh, in one Solo? of the episodes No, 20s, <laughs> no Lando. No, no, no. Lando. Lando. Uh aged up uh but
2: he the Donald Glover's too big to be to be uh, do an episode, I think I feel. I don't think
1: anyone's too big to do a Disney episode of anything. If they have a character in that universe at this point,
2: it just seems like they do it. I guess it depends on how he how he felt after Solo came out, and how he felt the characters because it's like he, want, could know he wanted could a
0: Lando. Yeah, well, Lando's
1: they're well, getting, they, they've started writing they him a series. A show? Yeah, they started yeah. writing him. A series. Already, I
0: think he's already signed on to do his like that. Doesn't mean that he wants to do a cameo on this show, but but I mean, I'm pretty sure that aren't they doing a Lando streaming show? Yes, Alrussian, uh, maybe. Yes, uh, they are at this point. Yes. Probably okay. they are. Yes, but okay. So in Boba. He says like he says something about killing the huts, and Fenix says you're going to need permission.
1: He would have to get is, permission is, from is Kira. Is Crimson
0: Dawn yeah. right? Is Crimson Dawn who he needs to get permission from? Yes. Who does he get permission from?
1: Well, the Pikes and and the Huts both report to Crimson Dawn, so he would have to get yeah. permission from Kira or Darth Maul. Maul's dead. Maul's gone. Oh, that's right.
0: That's right. Probably. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Unless Felone changes his mind again.
2: Yeah, exactly. Although that was that was one of his productions, so he'd he'd probably acknowledge it.
0: We we literally know that someone could find his body, take him to a mod shop, and have him fixed on the planet that he that he got sliced up oh, on. Yeah. So we <laughs> can't rule nice it out. Lines. It's Star Wars. We can't rule it out. If it's and just, like it's, laying just laying his, it's just his yeah.
2: head now. It's just his head now.
1: All right. but probably not. So next next time we'll do another couple. Well, I think we'll just wait till the end at this point. That's only three more episodes. We'll see. We'll see how we're feeling. But then, uh, or, a
0: f- or we could do we could do two shows every week, and we could do a reaction show where we watch the show. Two
1: shows now live, okay, and it. then
0: we could do we could think uh-huh. about it. Let it. We could spend the next you know few days at work thinking about it and then come back with more cohesive thoughts
1: kit, kit i'll mail you uh, an ipod uh touch and you can film all that and then just send it to me and then okay just, like... um
0: I, I do before we go um I, I would like to end the 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 episode with a moment of silence for the sarlacc so Rip. uh yeah if if we could what, but what, what, uh, i, I, I
2: you can't believe yeah, he no, seismic
1: I, bombed the Sarlacc the yeah, in the face. and had
2: almost, like, no effect on the ship. Like, Ebony and I were, like, watching it, and I'm like, okay, maybe there's some science to that being used, wh- how how it appeared to be used in space versus how it appeared to be used on, you know, in an atmosphere, under sand. But, like, that looks like a massive charge in Episode 2. I don't think it had think...
1: Any, any explosive capability. It was just concussive.
2: Right. Uh, and so that's so... where it's like, so it has a bigger... Footprint, so to speak, in space since it is can, there's not, there's less restriction on it. Maybe is that why it looks so big in space versus inside the Sarlacc? But also you have all the sand that would impact it. Also, yeah, that, that was that was just like and the fact that it's like just that button. I, I was just like I don't know. We I was <laughs> why did the button start that
1: flashing? Buttons. That's what I want to know. Because yeah. <laughs> it time to size
2: charge. Yeah. Size charge time. Don't yeah. push my buttons. <laughs> don't push my buttons next time.
0: Like really, Ben? Nah, I, I think I just saved us. Yeah. But but anyway, before before we get too far, I do want to mention the kitchen droids because I really love the kitchen droids. Well, one we of had... them
1: was uh, not a kitchen droid. One of them was the the restraining Correct. bolt droid. Um, right? Oh right. yes, EV ninety nine. Was... Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. The, That uh, we got him, and then we got but that that like six armed Grievous chopping droid. Man, that thing was awesome. I loved that. The, the one that was sitting there chopping the the cabbage and then and then I'll when they came the away, was like, it was like twirling its arms like grievous <laughs> yeah that was fantastic I love that I didn't need the um, rat
1: catcher uh, it was nice to see him <laughs> again I did I think yeah. the best part of that scene was EV ninety
2: nine um I I think it's worth noting that some people have said that that's not EV ninety nine from Boba's palace because that one ended up in the cantina on uh, this is just another EV droid
1: was this also voiced by Mark Handel. Him
2: that uh, oh, right. The other one was voiced by the Mark vo- Hamill, so I the, don't the one know. in the bar was yeah.
1: voiced by Mark Hamill.
2: Yeah, so maybe not, I don't know. They so the, were, they, someone said that the EV99 from the palace. Jabba's
1: Palace is in Moss Isley, so they went and got another one and put it back in Jabba's Palace. That doesn't make any sense. Maybe
2: they had multiples, maybe they had I mean, multiple EVs. This maybe is maybe after the, Mando,
1: maybe look, after Max Mando Rebo is quit. back al- alive. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. You know. Which I'm happy oh, about. Man. <laughs> I loved I loved Hit It Max or whatever she says. Is it Hit It Max? I think that's what she I said. can't remember what she says. Yeah. Yeah. Long I long love long that, time. man. That was such a that was such a good scene.
1: I would like to know <laughs> I would you know what? I want a back to tank Max Rebo episode and figure out how he survived. <laughs> <laughs> just just kid. Kid. <laughs> it's just it's literally just the a, a very condensed so like the the end of C, episode seven is ten minutes. After the credits, ten minutes, and it's Max Rebo's Boba Fett. He just literally everything that happens to Boba happens to Max. He gets found by the Tuskins. He gets into a back to tank. He has flashback memories. He steals back his instruments instead of his ship. He's like it's go through exactly <laughs> everything that Boba did. He builds up a new band. Uh they all <laughs> drive around multicolored Vespas like that. Just redo all of it for Max and explain I, I how think,
0: i think he's probably smart enough that when the lightsaber came out he's like you know what i'm uh, out of here I'm a musician <laughs> right i'm not a hired gun i'm a musician yeah. <laughs> droopy sigh are you coming with me because i am i am literally jumping off the ship we're out of here we'll go
2: catch <laughs> yeah. uh, grab fig and F- F- dan and the bold we got a, i got a plan let's get out of here yeah
1: uh, wow all right uh until uh apparently next week when we're back with two episodes <laughs> <laughs> for the book of Mo Fett. uh thank you kit thank you ken for joining me uh podcast we were gamers.com if you want to uh, send us your thoughts on who's showing up in episode five hopefully this is out around that time i'm trying i'm really trying and uh, uh we'll talk to everybody then